to Tuesday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady. Brett Vesley's here. Big Dick Toledo's here. Uh, and uh, it's 545. Larry loves everybody. That's how I look at it. He does? Yeah. Boy, is that a man. Yeah. Larry, was, Larry was like, you got to stop saying I hate people. Because people are, I'm like, you're right. We won't. Larry loves everyone. That listener was an insane person. We hate her. I wish I remembered her name. Larry hates her. Kara. Oh, that's no, the Kara one. was the one that came after me. Oh, that's right. Kara was the one that bashed me. I, not Sue either. I, oh, oh there you me. go. <laughs> right when the shirts arrive, <laughs> we have to change it up to Larry Loves Everyone. Larry's like, I like everyone. There's people think I hate them. I'm like, ah, it's that dumb listener. She won. He, he let her win. So from now on, it's 546. Larry loves everyone. Kara still hates the black. Sue's a bitch. He thought I was saying Larry hates blacks, too. I'm like, I'm not saying that. What's the matter with I once said that. So just so you all know, Larry's not in on the joke. He loves everyone. That's how it is. I love everyone today. It's a great day. We can fly without masks. I saw that. It is a great day. Did you see the video? I love how they give them an option, though. Oh, we will. Always that. Always. <laughs> there's always been an option. Yep. That's my favorite part of the, it's optional. It's always been optional. You could have been the weirdo. In a mask on a plane way before COVID. They're afraid. You can be a weirdo now. And it's nobody judging you, pussy. Nobody thinks <laughs> anything less of you, wimp, that you are going to pop on there. No, I'm kidding. Because uh, if one of them dropped and said, okay, oh. no masks, the, the question would be, does that mean people will not fly you? Right. Or well, will more people fly you? The thing that I liked is if, because they mentioned that on the news report I saw, was they're saying, nobody's saying no masks. As if to say, if you got on there, somebody'd wrestle it off of you. You could wear a mask if you want. It's up. It's it's up to you. It should have been that way for the last probably year that it's up to you. But I understand it's a business. They can do whatever they want uh, if they want to keep masks on or not. But they showed um, on I don't know what news thing I was watching on the internet. But they showed uh, a stewardess say because they were in flight when they found out that the mask mandate was over. Uh, CDC, you know, federal mask mandate had been, uh, the judge said, ah, it's not necessarily a thing we can, we, we're going to keep doing. And they told all these people on this flight, uh, you know, and ah, the place goes oh, crazy, crazy and they just start tearing them off. That tube was rocking. The stewardess walks down the aisle with a bag and they're just chucking them in there. I, I didn't see anybody like going, oh my God, you've got to keep these on. So they're throwing them all out. And then, and then it said, Steward on the bottom, I noticed it said stewardess on Sun Country Airlines announces no mask. I'm like, God damn it, Sun Country, get your masks back on. Are you who you're flying with? These people are full of diseases. The flight costs less than four dollars. Wear a mask in a beekeeper suit and hazmat outfit. Sun Country, I've never even heard of it for God's sakes. They're down, they're down at their chin anyway because everyone's having snacking. Well, they don't have snacks on Sun Country, they can't. They used to. Well, I don't think so, Brady. I, some country airlines might just come by and spit they, in your mouth. They used to go around with a jug of nuts, and everyone would reach their hand in, get right, a handful. That, they had a barrel of peanuts. I did notice that, and the floor of the plane was all shells. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what airline that is, but I'm looking it up. It's not JSX, and that's for sure. JSX is the only. I won't fly anywhere anymore. We were talking about going to uh, Denver or Utah for the Suns' second round if they if they get past the Pelicans. Road trip and do a little roadie. It'd be nice. Denver's beautiful. Yeah. Salt Lake's actually a really pretty city, despite it being filled with cultists. 
lunatics who believe the most insane uh, religion ever. And they're fine. They're they're good people. It's just they don't get them started. That's all. It's yeah. It's it's just don't amazing get undergarments. <laughs> Look, wear what you want, but it isn't normal. And you guys believe it, and that's fine. But it, it can be explained away. That's a different story. So we're talking about it. And I looked, and JSX doesn't fly to either place. I ain't going. JS, that's it. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm not going. Somebody even said that. What are you doing for your 50th birthday this year? I went to Paris, and I and another guy said we're going to. Uh, Italy in a couple weeks. All my friends are turning 50 this year, and they're all doing this and that, running to Italy for uh, this and that. I'm, yeah, I, I said, if JSX doesn't fly there, I'm not going. Like, So you can go to Burbank, Oakland, or Vegas. I'm like, <clears throat> Vegas is like 17 different international destinations. If I want to go to Italy, boom, there it is. There's the Eiffel Tower. Boom, it's right across the street. i got Chinese food. Around. It is. Boom. The world is it's, right the there. The world's right there, and it's an hour away, and I have no interest in flying anywhere except JSX. Venice. JSX Beautiful. had the masks. They had to wear the masks. I haven't been on a JSX flight uh, in two years without the mask. And I'm thrilled with that. So. Maybe we should go again. That's the thing. My last two trips to Vegas were on JSX, and Medea was like, never again. We're not going to Vegas any other way. Yeah, oh, no. It's, just, it's JSX the only way to go. It's, it's the greatest way to travel ever. You don't have any security. If anybody's going to hijack that thing... Eighteen people. The big deal. Nobody's going to care about free that. drinks. Free, yeah, the drinks fly by. Yeah. They love it. It's amazing. Yeah, fifteen minutes uh, before your fl- flight goes, you get on. I hate telling people about it in a way because it's going to make people know this little secret spot, and then they'll get bigger and bigger, which is great, and also you know keeps the little secret not a secret anymore. I ordered it up the night before, like DoorDash. You can, yeah, get, I got a yeah. spot. Okay, you here can you go. Knock them out. It's uh, it's the best thing ever. So I don't go anywhere unless JSX flies there. My dad wants me to come visit him in Texas. I'm like, JSX goes to Dallas, but I got to fly to like Oakland first. They don't have any routes yet from Phoenix. I got a few perfect routes for me. LA, Vegas. That's it. I don't need to go. But they need a Denver one for uh, a couple weeks so I can get up to Denver for uh, basketball. Otherwise, I'm not going home. That's on TV. It's a TV thing. But no more masks. Glorious. And some airports still have the rule. Like, I think probably dickheads in New York and, uh, you know, uh, Philly and the really crazy, you know, over-the-top, fearful nut houses. Uh, Michigan, Chicago. That one, they don't... The, the problem I'm having with this, it got so politicized that people now aren't doing it because they believe it stops an illness. They just want to be right. Same as the people who didn't wear the mask. You didn't really look into any details on, on what it did. Or what it didn't do. You just got in a camp and you wanted to be right. That's it. So the people who are still on that lunatic in Chicago that's running Chicago, the uh, Lightfoot lady. Beetlejuice lady. Yeah, Beetlejuice looking lady. They call everybody's calling her Beetlejuice. That's not me. I don't disagree. That's everybody. I don't disagree with it, but her hair is very Beetlejuice. She does have that look. And not the Beetlejuice. Well, a little bit, but a combo of Stern's Beetlejuice and the real one. I don't know. What her, but everything I, I hear about her, I'm like, she's a little bit off. Uh, she doesn't care about, like, whether they work or not. She was in the they work camp, so this is it. We're going to wear them because I'd rather be right than, you know. Just, just, just nobody wants them. You see that plane just erupt? Everybody hates that mask. They're miserable. So it's great. But you're going to land, and if you are traveling, you can get on a plane, not have the mask on. And get off the plane and have to wear it all the airport. And then get on another plane that makes you wear a mask. And then get off in an airport that doesn't. And Sky Harbor's a non-mask place unless you want to. They're going to have to have them uh, ready for you. they got to have them right the at the door. Yeah, yeah, this is a mask place. So the airline is now going to have to 
give you a mask as you walk out and probably cost $75,000 uh, per ticket now to give you a mask on the way. It should always be optional. And I, I don't shun anybody who wears it. Go, good, good for you. We got people who have, I don't know your situation. You might have a disease. You might have to wear them. I know if I'm flying on Sun Country Airlines, I'm wearing a mask and some gloves. They're they're considered a ultra low cost passenger. Oh my god! Yeah, what not even low mean? cost. <laughs> That's Sun Country. <laughs> we'll get you there. We think Sun Country. Sometimes we land early, and it's not called crashing. At least in Sun Country, it's not. Sun Country. Got they're the eleventh largest uh, passenger. Is carrier. it really? It sounds like an iced tea. I, I, okay. They fly out of Phoenix? Uh, I don't know. Ultra low fare. They're based on Minneapolis. You think you weren't paying much before. Oh, yeah. Wait till you see our no-frills approach. Seats? You got legs. Stand up, son. Be a man in sun country. Anyway, well, good luck. But I saw that whole that whole interior of that plane erupt. They were thrilled. So good. The masks are uh, slowly but surely becoming like a forget it. And there's going to be well, there's going to be pushback. There are people who are dying to be right about the masks that don't want it optional. They're they're dying to be right. They don't care that it's you know, it's it's questionable on their effectiveness based on which mask you wore. That has always been a fact. Bandanas were not a thing, but it keeps you from I think spitting on me. I'm happy with that. That's where the problem is. If it was executed properly, which yeah. is impossible, impossible, it could be. Effective, right? But right, you, you can't get everyone to. I mean, across the board, everybody had to have the seals, same proper. thing. Exactly, it's, it was a thing that it's not going to happen. Cover your ass, precautionary, visual. This treatment. maybe could help. It was also a optics thing that we are all kind of doing something. I hated it. I understood why we had to. In certain spots, people were fearful, and you don't want fearful mobs. They're the ones you have to worry about. So sometimes you have to appease the fearful. And I wasn't, you know, look, I didn't know. Like, does this help? And then I started to realize, I don't think this mask is really, it, st- it stopped people from spitting on it. It had to be some sort of an effective thing to keep some sickness away because the flu just disappeared. So it was something good came from not wearing them, but enough bad came from wearing them too that I don't I want found it. myself with, uh, I found myself lifting it every now and then oh. when I had to sneeze. Look, if the Suns Monty Williams is any example of how silly the mask mandate got... Uh, nobody else is a better poster child for that. It's mandatory for him to have it on. I don't think I've ever seen it over his face. It has been a beard, chin diaper for him the entire time on the sidelines. And they make the poor fans in the Suns up until about three months ago wear uh, masks in the first three rows. You're too close to the superstars. You have got to put those on. And the first three rows would have to wear masks. And they would always tell you, get it up over your... You're not drinking. You're not actively eating or drinking. Put it over your face. But the players and the coaches, uh, they would take it down to yell at each other and then put it back up. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's just gotten ridiculous. It did get silly. And anybody that, that thinks it didn't get silly, you're just trying to be right. It got silly. I rode the middle of this thing. I'm like, I get it. I'm not sure, but I'm going to play along just in case because I'm no doctor or scientist. I don't understand. I'm being told this works. Then I started to wonder. I'd like to get to my destination. That's it. I just wanted less hassles. I know the mask was a little one. But the fight about it was going to be bigger. So put it on, shut up, hate it, and then go about your business bitching later. But now we don't have to. Optional. You want to be goofy and walk around with a mask? You want to drive it? I still look at you if you're in your car by yourself in a mask. I don't understand that at all. 
I still see that. I saw a guy the People other day. People walking down the street, too. Walking down the road outside, yeah. alone. Mask on. Like, all right. Maybe there's some people who liked it. I think there are people who have been to the dentist in 20 years. Well, I think in ages, it should still be mandatory. Yeah, you, you, well, man, they, yeah it should still be mandatory out yeah, there. In Asia? Yeah, no, in, in AJ. <laughs> with all the toothless. Yeah. you got to cover up those Asians. Uh, that's the one thing. I, yeah, in AJ, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's absolutely true. Some of you folks in AJ. Beautifies the city. <laughs> it made a lot of people mask pretty. There's a lot of people now pulling that down. And you know, you'll see that, ooh, that waitress is beautiful. And then you see her with her, and she's got a witch's nose and, like, grill. Her grill is picket fence teeth going every direction. You can, it looks like somebody ran into it with a car. But she's got pretty eyes, and they're blue, so they match the little blue mask. No more. I did like the no spitting thing, though, because a lot of people that talk will, you get occasionally get that, comes out of their mouth and lands on your arm or something. Ugh. I'd stop that. I was all for that. That's a good thing. So don't wear your masks today. And if you're still in the business of screaming at everybody for it, and I've never understood you from the beginning, somebody that's that angry, that can't just, I'm doing my way. Why does everybody else have to get screamed at? I've witnessed it once, uh, countless amount of times on the internet, but in person one time where somebody's yelling at somebody for not having a mask. I'm like, let them go. You, you have every right to leave as much as he's got to wear the mask. And he doesn't. It's like, just stop. How is your life this affected by someone else? Now try to bring it back. There's where the big thing's going to be. This thing turns around again. You're Again, this dress rehearsal for pandemic that we just went through, which was fairly mild. I mean, compared to what it could have been. It's not the plague. We had a, we had a nice run here. This wasn't this wasn't any fun. Try another one. Wait, wait a few months, and if they're like, oh, this one, we got a new strain of something, and we got a mask up, no way. No way. You will not get cooperation. That's as cooperative as you will see the United States of America on hold. What we just witnessed, that's our best foot forward in the world of cooperation. That is horrifying to me, that if we ever did need to band together and cooperate, oh boy, we wouldn't. So I somewhat root for that because it's better stories. You step outside of your house, you'll be shot. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to end up in one of those China, Right, because they know. people. They looked at us and went, guys, you may laugh at our way. But it's the only way to get them to truly cooperate. Tape their doors closed and stand outside. And if, the, if the tape rips, kill them. It was an extreme. It was an extreme method. But, yeah, we, we've seen the best of America's cooperation. And I say, wow, terrible job, guys. Terrible <laughs> job. But you know what? Good. We're all out. Get on a JSX flight to Vegas right now. Mask free. Yeah, that flight last time we're on there and they're handing out the drinks. And the lady's got her mask and I got mine. And she goes, you can only drink this if you're actively drinking it. And I'm like, God, that absolutely doesn't make any sense at all. Of course that's true. I can only drink this if I'm actively drinking. Of course. What, how am I you passively drinking something? You can't something? take a sip and appreciate the world, look around and reflect a little bit, <laughs> nope, and then go nope. back again. you got to just <laughs> slap it back right on the kid. I got some of that. I was actively drinking for a second and actively eating. Don't give me snacks that I reach in and, uh, like, it has to be like a tube of something I can eat in one bite. I can't reach back back and forth with the mask and the... You're a, are you actively eating? Like, I guess it's active. It's kind of an active... I'm in a situation where I'm about to eat. Get it back on until you're actively eating. I don't even know what that means. It's a new phrase to me. But, uh, yeah, so it's good. No more. Take it off right now if you're wearing one. Rip it off. Freedom. It's like a... You know, now, now I know how those ladies in the 70s felt ripping their bras off. That's nice. 
And sure. much much like the masks, some of those ladies should have kept the bras yeah, on. Yeah. I'm sure on Sun Country they were burning the masks <laughs> right there in the aisle. Got to say on Sun Country, I'm <laughs> guessing some of the masks were bras <laughs> and probably wrapped around their precious angel. He's seven. He doesn't wear masks, so he's got Mama's B cups on his face. <laughs> oh God! I drew a little the, picture of him inside each cup. It says hi, Tony. They said the masks can come off, but you got to keep the goggles on. <laughs> oh, they're, they're doing some welding? Yeah, they're just open. It's open air. Sun Country does Pit. have an active welding station to keep the plane together. So got some rivets come loose here over Albuquerque, so we're going to go ahead and pop those back together. If anybody can weld, we'd like that. That's the only thing on a Sun Country flight. They don't say, is there a doctor on this flight? Is there a welder or construction guy that works uh, with metal? I do. We got a huge hole developing down here. You're flying the world's largest biplanes. Well, can't we just stuff a blanket in it? That's what we do with the trailer. <laughs> uh, that was fun. And then yesterday, also fun news, was Alex Jones filing for bankruptcy, which I find hysterical. Because I like Alex Jones as an entertainer, but as a human being, he's a disaster. Like as, I guess as an entertainer, I don't like him. He's entertaining because he's so off the wall, right? And some people, are, and, and he does have moments where you're like, hey, he's on to something. And then he just flies off the yep. handle with, you know, with this crazy talk of... I'll eat your ass. And stuff like that. You know. We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO hurting them. And we let fat perverts grab them at the airport to train them for the pedophile government. The same government that he's just said has done nothing right. He's got, hey, I got to file for Chapter 11 here. You guys want to get some paperwork? I need you now. And it's like, oh, no. You can't be that anti-government, and then when it all comes crashing down, you file for bankruptcy. Well, I didn't realize the uh, the offer to the twenty-three uh, is it plaintiffs the, or the, yeah, the family that's suing the, the family. Families. Twenty-three of them offered them one hundred and fifty k each. They turned it down. Said they won't. Yeah, or their lawyers said. Well, they, now I'll do the do chapter that? eleven and they'll somebody else divvy it up somehow. Up. But they won't. No, that won't get. It won't get paid. He evidently he could take that hundred and fifty sure. twenty three times. I'll eat your ass. That's all I know. I'll eat your ass, Brady. Brady, what you need to know here is the, 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 these people were liars and their kids lived. Sandy Hook is still fake. Now I gotta pay. The government's gonna do it for me. Brad, it's the gay frogs. <laughs> That's okay. Government gay frogs. And bankruptcy are two different things. One is true, one is fake. He's it's still going to come out fine. I'll be fine. You're right, Brett. At least I'm not a pedophile! They're trying to train me to be one, though. I'll tell you that. I've been in their pedophile camps. I went in a disguise in a top hat and a crazy mustache. And I went through their entire pedophile training program. And it's real! They can you know who's running it? You know who's running it? Who's that? Clinton. Hillary! She whipped out her big dick and showed me what it's like to be a pedophile. And then she said something horrifying to me. I'll eat your ass. Here comes another lawsuit. <laughs> I just don't know how you... I don't know how he... Like, that's a tough one. I don't know how he... That's like me going into the Guy Fieri's restaurant going, this was delicious. I don't know how you go into the government's uh, uh, offices and go, I need to file some papers. <laughs> I just don't know how he can go, aren't you the guy that... You, just give me the papers, goddammit. I'll eat your ass. Yeah, that is that is the exact same thing as me going in and going, your coconut raisin cake was fantastic, Guy. I, I, it's it's an impossibility for me to lower myself to that after all the bashing of Guy Fieri I've done to go have a delicious meal and have to admit it to him face-to-face. That's Alex That's Jones. That's what he's doing. That's going into the government saying, I need your help. It's, uh, I know you guys are here to help us as citizens. I hate you with all. I know you're out to get me and make me a pedophile, but 
What I'd really like is uh, some paperwork, Chapter 11. My lawyers have told me that'll help. All right. You're right. There's plenty that would say, uh, we can't help you. Yeah. That would be great if they fired back with, all right, uh, let's take a look here, Mr. Jones. Oh, uh, here's your file. I'll eat your ass. And you just fill that out right there. We're going to eat your ass right in front of you here. That's his LLC name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good LLC. I'd take that. And I just need uh, some help with that. And if you could get me on welfare, because I'm going to be off. I'm going to need the government quite a bit. And that was kind of a tough one, because you're watching him like, ah, oh, this guy's been pretty mouthy. And you're not going to win this one. I didn't know you could get sued for... Well, I mean, he did go out of his way to make those Sandy Hook people, like, do everything they could to, to get them. To call it all fake and all that. For gun control that never occurred. And I know some people are like, they did fake it. There's actors. And you see this one guy's at two different... There's a couple pictures. You're like, I think that is the same dude at Sandy Hook that was down at the other school shooting, but... I'm going to go ahead and call it Brady's way, rose-colored glasses. I'm hoping, and I'm just going to be naive to the whole thing, that if they're willing to pretend to shoot five-year-olds in mass in order to get gun control, and then they fail to get that gun control, I kind of like the idea that maybe it was all fake. Nothing, nothing came of it. And if that's how the government tries to con- control uh, AR-15 purchases and sales... By firing it at six-year-olds? Now how do you feel? And we still stood up and said, it's terrible. You're not taking guns. I guess Alex Jones doesn't matter. That's the bigger thing. We all have our deal. I can't imagine any entity, even like the worst ones, even Hitler would be like, that's a bridge too far. (laughs) Killing six-year-olds on television? No, no, no. We're better than this. I just, uh, if if that ever came out, as like, yeah, they did. They choreographed the whole thing. It's all fake. I'd be like, mm, we're Which all is done. Basically, Hitler and that whole regime. Well, beyond Hitler, that's yeah. way beyond Hitler. That's like, wow, talk about control. And then, I mean, we make fun of China for locking people up. If that's something we ever actually pulled off, I'd rather believe whatever that that was a terrible incident and it was not fake. I I don't want to live in a world where there's a group of people in a room going, all right, we all agree, going to shoot up those six year olds. Yep. That'll get those guns off the streets. Okay, I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't want to live in that world. If that's if that's the world we live in, call me naive to say I'm going Brady's route. I'm not in that world, yeah, John. I'll put some of those <laughs> rose-colored glasses on and happy wander with uh, Brady all day long away from that idea. But, Alex, enjoy Chapter 11. i got to meet with my lawyers and uh, city councilmen. About they've, been, they've been great, to be honest with you. It's, things are going great. you got to charge up some credit cards right before bankruptcy and get all the necessities because my credit shot. I know I might have said some bad things about you guys in the past. Yeah. Speaking of shot credit, I've got, somebody's got my identity in a big way. I'm getting, uh, I've got 14 hard inquiries on my credit for, uh, this showed up what yesterday. Oh yeah, I'm getting warnings from I gotta freeze all this stuff. It's bad news. So some, But the idiot that's doing it is uh, trying to start checking accounts. And it all, and he's got my address, and all the stuff's coming to me. This isn't your party planning company. No, right? I don't know. Okay. I don't. Know. It could be the guy that I've okay. been not paying his taxes for the last years. Yeah. So I've got, I got, I got a nightmare on my hands. I got a, I don't know how to sort out. And all they tell you is, uh, you got to call the people that are saying they've they've looked into like Citibank and all these credit card PNC and all these credit cards and banking companies, and they're they're like, uh, you just I have to call them and prove that it's not me. And I still I don't know how I do that. I'm just basically saying cancel everything. I got to freeze my credit. I got to go through all this stuff. And 
it's fine, but it is definitely a snowball. Because the first couple things come in the mail, and you're like, that's weird. PNC just sent me a debit card. So you have to, the person doing it has to put money in. It's not coming out of my account. Yeah. So they have to put money in. It's not even sign up for this. It's a, it's a debit card. A- account's open. Here's yeah. your debit card. Activate here. Yep. And then there's money in the account. I didn't put it in there. Yeah, he's going to make some money off that. Not out of mind. That's what I was thinking. Maybe I should just use these because then I'm setting the PIN number. I'm like, so this dude's not getting anything, is he? I don't understand. So then. You uh, shut that down. No one gets the landscaping done at their place. <laughs> you think that's what's what's going on? I'm funding John Holmberg is a three or four crews. That could be. Landscaping crews. You're blaming the Mexicans is what you're doing. Very bigoted, <laughs> but probably accurate. My guess is in the Southwest, it's illegal immigrants. We know who that is. Stealing that. But, you know, nothing's come of it yet. But it's what was the name that was always common that would show up at Tony Roma's? Oh, Chris, uh, Chris uh, was it Valenzuela? Yeah, it was like Chris. Was there like four or five? There were 17 in total. We had 13 of them. We had 13 Chris Valenzuela. They showed up. And the first four that we noticed, their paper and our our uh, kitchen manager. But the funny thing about the Chris Valenzuela situation was uh, every night you didn't know who your staff was going to be because they all lived in the, I took them home every once in a while. The two Chris's that spoke English were great people. And I would take them to Playa Palms over on uh, uh, Country Club. And oh, yeah, yeah. They lived in Playa Palms. It's a big apartment. Compound. Club. You, can, you could get three-bedroom apartments for like 600 bucks. And they were big. So Playa Palms, and I go over there, and they're like, you want to come in play poker? Yeah, I'll come in, Chris. Chris, I'll come into your house and I'll, Chris, everybody out. And I go inside and I see there's like 16, 17 people in there and a couple poker tables. And I'm like, this is great. You guys have like a regular poker party? We play every day. I'm like, wow, no kidding. We all live here. The, the main room is just sleeping bags rolled up. There's no furniture. It's just two poker tables that they made. And then, all right, hanging out there. I'm like, I got to go. So I leave, and then the next night, there's like four of the Chris's that I was playing poker with that didn't work at Tony Roma's were our kitchen staff. And I'm like, who are these guys? And I'm like, it's Chris's. The Chris's are here. And I'm like, every one of them had the same uh, social security and name and ID, all of them. And Tony, our, our kitchen guy, is like, I need bodies. He's like, so they can show up. They're all good at it. And I'm like, all right. So he just filled out papers for a couple, and they'd show up, and they'd get a check. They'd, they'd check the bat. <laughs> it was just like, who's this guy? And everybody answered to Chris the best. I think we had 13 was the last count of how many Chris's had showed up at that point. So yeah, I don't feel like going to work. Why don't you go to work tomorrow today? Yeah, a couple of them would show up. There was an, uh, there was a Victor. Late. And a couple poker of, game. There was a Pablo. They, they'd introduce themselves with their real name after they were there a few times. I'm Pablo. Because they stopped. Like, you'd go, Chris! Chris! And they go, oh, oh, that's me. I forgot I met Chris. But they were all Chris Valenzuela. All of them. <laughs> and we didn't have... No, no INS agents were coming into Tony Roma, so we knew. So we're like, just get him in here. Pay him. So you're John Holmberg? <laughs> yeah. Right. See, see, I am from Stockholm. No, no. My father's name was Alvar Augustus Holmberg. He comes here from Stockholm. He is a tulip farmer. I'm struggling to believe all of this. But anyway, back to work at the Applebee's. Uh, so, yeah, I got that going on. So enjoy that mess. But so far, so good. And uh, I'll tell you that Credit Karma thing and American Express have been gangbusters about it. They alert me about everything. And then my mail just went with just stacks of debits, debit cards from bank accounts that I hadn't done a thing with. I am. And I don't know what the deal is. Like, what what happens if I go and try to get some? 
I got, I got half of my your money, technically. Number. Technically, it's mine, right? Yeah, if you went in there and said, my pin, pin number's not working. Well, the, I show set your the ID. pin number. I said it. Oh, you already said uh, it. I can. Okay. I, it tells me how to do it on the thing. I can have a pin number. And I'm like, that, that, so that's not even set yet. To get in and out of the account. You go to those accounts and yeah. come close it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to close it, but how much is in there? Oh, you're saying, like, close it and they'll write me a check. Yep. That's not a bad idea. Go door to door today. I got nothing going on. I might do that. <laughs> so I'd like to close this account. I'm not happy with the services rendered by PNC. Well, Mr. Holmberg, I see you shaved your head and your wild mustache. See, see, <laughs> see, see, I have. And by the way, I will. I'll eat your ass. Uh, it's 614. Let's get a wake-up song. A mask-free one if we're traveling through the air. Yeah, JSX getting a, a booking later today. I'm hopping on that thing later today. Just to go somewhere and then come back. It would be great. Just maskless. Just maskless. Go to Vegas just... for dinner tonight. What the you hell? You know what? Not a bad idea. And I'll do it on uh, Pablo's Dime in my PNC account. <laughs> this is a great idea. Uh, it's uh, Wake Up Song Time. 585-9800. Give us a good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Weapon of Pride. It is a beautiful morning out there. No cloud cover. I was going to ride my bicycle in here today, but again, my ass is not prepared for bike riding quite yet. Still hurts from two days ago. And all I did was a little, you know, street ride bug. But yeah, those bikes. When you get used to it, everybody that first rides a bike's like, oh, my ass for like a week. And then after a while, like, it doesn't even bother you. I haven't been on the bike in a while. And it, it bothered me. It, it leather, hurt. Leather that up. It hurt. It hurt a lot. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't happy with that whatsoever. Uh, they showed the uh, girlfriend of the guy in the manhunt. Yeah, I seen her. Yeah. I'd <laughs> go on a rampage, too. Yeah, but I mean, what better is he going to get? That's right. That's I mean, true. You know. That is a good point. You're, you're not going to do much better than that. Wandering around, uh, you know. I, I mean, I think I'd, uh, if that was my girlfriend, I'd, I'd rather be in jail. <laughs> I, think, I think that's it. I don't know that I'd go to the lengths that this uh, Nicholas guy went to, but I'd rather be in jail than come home to that every night she had the fun thing was they said in the report that uh she had a bunch of burner phones in her toilet tank wow and then she's like i don't know i don't know what those are like you're what are those doing there multiple burner phones police aren't ever gonna li- i don't know how people think that when the cops come to your house and find burners like tons of them that your excuse is ever valid. I'm not a police officer, but I can't imagine that it's ever worked that you go into a house and are like, oh, these burner phones are just for my work. And the cop has to roll his eyes and go, oh, just tell me. You're making it harder on both of us. Just look. Were you in contact with the bad guy? Oh, no. I haven't had. You can check my phone records. Of course I can. What about these 14 Target phones that are in the box over here? Are they? I don't know. Those were. Uh, those are not mine. In your toilet tank. Somebody sneaks into your house at night and puts burner phones in your toilet tank you don't know about. Nope, that must be it. I find them down in that holler down there. <laughs> right. I, I don't know what you're talking about, but... Uh, see, anyway, I just have all these burner phones just in case my main phone drops out. Okay. So you weren't in contact with the... Nope, not at all. Hadn't heard from them. Okay. Why are you down here in the area? You live in Prescott. Oh, it's getting the burner phones out of the toilet tank. The ones you didn't know about? No, uh, something like that. Anyway, why don't I get all these questions? You writing a book? But I'm looking at her and I'm like, yeah. And her her face. And she's on some felony warrant. Like she's free. Of course she is. She's, on a, on a, she's out on a felony bail. And it's like, uh, 
How do you? I, I don't understand. That's a lifestyle I just don't get. Like, like if Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Well, no. If you were, if you were suddenly a felon, you know, we're friends and stuff, and you're like, hey, man, I've committed a pretty bad crime. I'm kind of not going to hang out with you. Well, I don't blame you. You know, I'm just be like, you know what, Brett? Good luck to you. But we can't. I don't want you around that much anymore because you're on the lamb. I'm not really a guy who's. I'm not built for on the lamb pals. Like, who's my friend? He's on the lamb. I'll help you out if you're having trouble at home. Can't make a bill. <laughs> One of those. But if you're on the lamb, I'm not your guy. And I don't know how you fall into that lifestyle of wanting to help people that are like, you just need to. I think you just need to go to the. Don't bring me in. Like, you don't care about me. I guess that's my mind. I know. I guess the tougher you one would be they go back to home where their parents are or grandparents. And yeah, oh, grandma and grandpa get abused in this situation. But I just don't get the mindset of saying, uh, clearly this person has no thoughts or regards for me or they wouldn't be around. They're bringing, it's bringing AIDS into my house. You're, you're rubbing AIDS all over me. It's like, you're, you don't care about me at now all. Now I'm hiding you. Yeah. And now you're asking me to commit crimes for your freedom. So you can remain free. I now have to, I don't get it. And I don't understand why anybody thinks that that's a good idea. And I guess it's that weird kind of, hey, friendship is much. It's not. I'm not that good of friends with anyone. I don't think. I don't think anyone that would do that to me is my friend. So I guess I look at it from that perspective. I think I'm not it's a hell's easier. angel. I guess is really what I'm. I'm not cut out. For right. It. So the the thought behind that is the law is always out to get you, and it's not right. Yeah, I think yeah, that's when what you they're thinking. It's like the police people, are. After. It doesn't matter. You're, but you're you're being held down by the man. Yeah, but you still can't shoot the man. It's, it's, still, it's like the man. I'm just telling you. It's like, well, I'm. Why? It's uh, snitches. Well, sure. Be the snitch but I get, the, I get the snitch thing in that community because everybody's a felon. Like the snitch usually has something like, if you snitch on me, I can snitch on you. You so did the right thing, man. You hid him. Usually, like the mob snitch situation. And Brett, back me up here. The mob snitch, you know, because you know all the rules, uh, is that if Brett and I are in the mafia together and I'm a rat, I'm as guilty as they are. So the rule is nobody snitches because the whole house of cards comes down if somebody does. You find a tweaker to take the rap. Right. In our KUPD life, a snitch tells like, oh, Brady's doing this. And you're just a bitch at that point. Like, wait a second. Did you call the cops because I make an illegal U-turn every day? Yeah. You son of a bitch. It doesn't take the whole house down. It's just a guy getting you. And I get that end of snitching. I get that end of like you tattle on a dude because you just don't like something. But then you're getting don't that go to person. that guy. But right. But yeah. But in the mafia, it makes sense. No snitches because you can, oh, yeah. you can wreck the whole operation. I mean, you get anybody snooping around. And I just don't Depends understand. Depends on where you are and high up. He'll, he'll it start. Doesn't. He'll, he'll take the house of cards it down. It doesn't matter. In the mob, they're basically like anybody talks. You've invited the bad guy into the house. So if you're if you're snitching in the mob, you can be the low level guy. If you're snitching, you brought him in. That's the thing. Nobody cares about. Like I'm not going to snitch on Brett. Him in, you get killed. Yeah, if Brett's got a coke problem, I'm not snitching on him. I'm not calling the police. But I'm going to try to help you until I can't. That's different. Like snitches are different. Let me have some of that. Yeah. So how come we don't get any? But I uh, sure. Yeah, but I just don't get that lifestyle. Of- you know, housing bad guys. And and also thinking, the law is wrong and they're holding me down. Okay, but why? Because you think the law's wrong, you break it. It doesn't matter if you think it's wrong. He didn't have a choice for that life. I think there's a, a ton of laws that aren't right. But I'm not going to break them to prove a point. That's stupid. 
I guess it just comes down to that. They're stupid. Criminals, for the most part, are stupid. This guy's been practicing that for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's do- yeah, and practicing that- breaking the law. Right, just makes perfect. Just because you hate the law doesn't mean you can't get in trouble for it. Well, it's a dumb law. It's a good opinion. I agree with you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you may not like. Eventually, it's yeah. going to catch up. To you. Yeah, you're shouting into a crevice, the ether. You're just yelling into a void that you don't like a law that isn't going anywhere. I ain't adhering to it. Okay, there's there's punishment for that. Well, that's dumb too. Okay, you're going to end up in jail for a long time until you start accepting what's around you. I don't like this law or this law, so I ain't doing it. Okay. You know what's going to happen next, right? No. You're going to get arrested. Well, that's stupid. And you're going to be mad about it. That's dumber than dumb. Man's always trying to hold me down. And then you're going to shoot a cop in the belly. And they're going to have this. I love what the police are doing, too. When this when this Nicholas dude gets out of jail or out of the hospital and goes to jail, they're taking the handcuffs that the lady he shot, the lady cop he shot, they're taking her handcuffs and cuffing them and finishing what she started with the guy. And it's it's a you know it's a gigantic uh, symbol yeah. symbolism, yeah. but it's great. And they're like, look, we got her cuffs. They're going on your ass. You know, you, you delayed her arrest for a couple weeks. And she's gonna. By the way, she's gonna make it, and you're gonna be in jail. Worth it. Okay. I just don't get it. I don't. My baby's it. gonna be waiting. I never understand that mentality. And I'll get emails on this very conversation from people who call me a pussy. And tell me, you don't understand when they're after you. But you have to stop for two seconds and say, why are they after me? Because you're doing dumb stuff. Yeah, but they don't have to do it in the ways that, yes, but you're still the idiot. You realize you're the idiot, right? You're the one with meth in your pocket. You think meth shouldn't be a problem, but you're the one with it is. Yeah, but they don't have to rough a guy up. They do when the guy fights back the entire time. You're an idiot. Stop being an idiot. How hard is that advice in life? Please stop being it's an tough. idiot. Please. It really is. It's hard for all of us. But, I mean, when it comes to the law, stop passed being an idiot. Father, well. It, from- well, not in your case. <laughs> but a lot of the times passed down from man who humps my mom. We'll just go from that. That's what, Instead of saying father from now on for Toledo's, uh, you know, the woke culture. What Boris taught me. Yeah, man who's dick and mom <laughs> taught me this. And that can be your dad, or in Toledo's case, Morris. And maybe someone else. I'm not sure if Morris stuck around the entire time. Yeah, I just don't get it. So I'm, I'm proud to say uh, that guy's going to go to the can. And all of his bravado and screaming and yelling gets locked up with him. And uh, the neighbors that were on the news were hilarious, too. We were so afraid when we saw all those SWAT trucks. Yeah, good reaction. Get in your house, dumbass. Put your phone down. <laughs> we're so scared. Well, no. How would we be on the news? When I was on that ride-along. And uh, I've never seen human behavior dumber than the general public when we, best ride along of all time, stolen car, car chase, I'm scared to death, I'm in a t-shirt and jeans, I have a, my cell phone's in a wallet and looks like a holster, so I'm pretending it's a gun every time we get out because I'm being taken to some... This is the one where you got to move the car? Oh yeah, I got to move the car and turn the, I didn't know how to work the police car. So we go and we, the guy holes up in this house and we don't know who's in there. And I'll tell you from the perspective of, of being on the side of the police that day, not knowing who's in the house is horrifying. That guy ran in there. We found the car. He took a girl in. We didn't know if she was a hostage. You don't know anything. And then other cars come up. They've got full automatic weapons, 
The ARs are out on top of car hoods. Everything is pointed at this house. They're ready for a shootout. We know that the dude stole the gun with, or stole the car with a gun. We know he had a gun. And he's in this house. We don't know what's in the house. I'm standing outside like a tool. And they're like, get behind the engine block. Okay. So I walk around to the front <laughs> of the thing. Oh, the engine block's the front, right? Can it go through the tire? Just duck down, On dumbass. The side. And then Ben turns and he goes, John, because people are still driving down this residential street to see why there are 14 cars and armed at the ready police officers leaning over the hoods of their cars and running all over the place. And people are like, what's going on down here? And they drive down the road, and they're like, John, move the car and block the street. Like, hey, hey uh, you got you it, Captain. Cheap. I'm not a captain. Uh, whatever. And I and I, I can't figure out the car. I turn the I literally turn the windshield wipers on. They've got sticks and all sorts of crazy stuff. And I'm sitting in this cockpit of hell. Public's watching you. Oh, and you look guy. across the street. There's a hundred people with their cell phones out. And then he's like, "Clear those people out." Me? Yeah, get them out. So I hold my fake holster phone here. and I'm I walk around like you guys. I do exactly what you see in movies. There's not, nothing to see here. And there's everything in the world to see here. Like I'm like, I'm with you. There is so much to see here, but you guys should probably go. Stand behind an engine block, and if you wouldn't mind pointing that out to me, I'd, that'd be helpful. But uh, all their phones went from filming the house with the people in it and the cops pointing their guns at it to when I go, hey, folks, let's get, get in your houses. Get inside. Their phones just point at me. So now I, I, I'm on someone's on cell viral. phone somewhere. Or like, remember when that guy was trying to tell us to go in? That one, right? The idiot there that's holding his phone and pretending it's a gun. And then he hid behind the car. The one that turned the windshield that's wipers the and the turn guy. signals on. He's no cop. They didn't know. And I wasn't allowed to say I was a cop. The one guy's like, who are you? I'm like, I'm media. <laughs> and they just turned their phones back to the thing. But you don't realize if they start shooting, you're standing behind it. You're <laughs> in it. And you're filming it with your stupid phones. It was crazy, the mentality of what goes on. So then when this, they're holed up and that Bearcat's going to tear that house down, there's a group of like 15, 20 people just standing there like it's... And we all laugh because I remember in school and they're like the people that went to the, the uh, Battle of Gettysburg, packed lunches. Oh, yeah. They, they, they made it like, oh... Sat on top of the hill. The we'll soldiers watch. are here. And they sat there. We've never been different. We're always the same. When we're when we're not Fort involved Sumter, in it, yeah, the- we try to sit and like they, that's basically their way of iPhoning it. They went there to watch. Like, what is this all about? And I hear that this, picnic change. Uh, there's going to be a battle. But Brady, and people the- don't. They st- even through it all, they feel safe because they're not the target. Right. But Those you talk about the battles then too. They knew that the crowd was here. Sure, they fought here. Well, but they that, fought in the but, middle. They, but the bullets would wing up. No, they I didn't get know. That, yeah, but... that's what they were surprised by the people at the picnic. All of a sudden, uh oh. But beyond that, changed. that's yeah, just yeah. The, the, the the example I'm using. Right. Those people didn't move. No, they weren't. And they weren't changed. in the battle, and nothing's different. Like those people with their phones stood there, like, well, I can't get hit. I'm not part of this. I'm actually just an observer. Yes, you can. And no, but not a soul went inside. When I said go inside. Not a soul went inside. No. No, we're filming this. And it was a direct line. Like, if that flagpole was where the guy was holed up and the window pointing out, I'm the dude standing. Like, it's a direct line. And there's nothing stopping it. And I would talk to Ben after. I'm like, oh, it's the biggest problem we've got. It's a spectator sport. We start having a, a scuffle. And he said, the phones come out. And there's 20 people there that feel like they're immune to the entire situation filming it. And it's no different than what was going on. If a bear cat is in my neighborhood and it's going to tear through the side of a house... 
I might be the dummy that stands outside too, but I think I would hope to think that I'm like, nah, I need to be in. I need to be behind an engine block. I think that's find an engine block and get behind it. Bullets have a hard time passing through those. What was cool after the Bearcat destroyed that house? I got everything cleaned up. The kids got free rides in it. Oh, in that's the neighborhood. Neat. Well, right through the house, through what yeah. the, the holes they built. Yeah, it's just uh, the mentality of the general public to watch that. And they're on the news last night. Witnesses. And the news is the problem, too, is because they love talking to those people. You were standing outside. Footage? Yeah, can we, can we borrow your phone? Sure, I got a lot of great footage. I was within a few feet of it. We were so scared. You weren't that scared. You were standing in the front yard. We didn't know what was going to happen. There were flashbangs. You ever heard of flashbang? Kabang, kabang. And they didn't care. It was nuts. So, yeah, if that happens in your neighborhood, you have windows for a reason. Look out. There's no reason to stand outside when people did then it. Then it's not a good angle, John. Yeah, yeah. well, go, go, get the screen screws up the lens. Starts to focus in on the screen. I gotta get closer. My friends in New York need to see this. It's going on right across the street. And by the way, why do you want to chronicle that? It lowers viral. your home Everybody values. I know. But if your neighborhood is known for the place where it holds up fugitives and has bearcats, don't worry. I'll up. post that it was down the down the street. Even in this market of houses, I don't think that's the best advertising for the area. Isn't this where that bearcat was? Oh, sure. I got video of it right right out my front. What are the odds that happens twice in this neighborhood? <laughs> now it's working the other way. Yeah. Property values go up. I would I would locations. Airbnb that place, Fugitive Hall. You know, and make it, you know, I'd make it a theme Airbnb. But it is, uh, there's a lot of dumb people in the world. A lot of dumb people. Uh, by the way, somebody sent a, um, a little clip for me to play. Let's see if I can find it here real quick. Yeah, it's a clip of, he was on a plane when they announced there were no masks. No masks. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, like, on, you can, can take them off. Right here. All right, folks, we here at Sun Country have decided that there's no more masks, so you can all celebrate, and hopefully you have a wonderful time. Everybody, no more masks, all right? Show me your face, oh. 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 They fired off with Show Me Your Fish on Sun Country. It was Clayton's tour. We're going fishing over in Georgia, $9 flights out, and we don't have to wear no mask. It's awesome. We loves it. Sun hey, Cletus, you can't bring any bags with you. Don't need them. <laughs> Don't need them. That's my luggage. Bags. What you talking about? I got my fishing pole. That's all I need. You're allowed a Hefty. stick? Hefty is my luggage. <laughs> and a yeah. bandana. Yeah, you can take a stick on the flight. Their overhead compartments are about six feet long. Gotta get you an ugly stick. I got me a Shimano reel. I don't want that thing dinging around. So. You're gonna sit right next to me for $9. <laughs> I'm holding that. Nine extra dollars. It has its own seat. <laughs> this thing is uh, no joke. Cost me over 400 bucks to get this reel on my rod. That's a whole year. I bet you that happens on Sun Country all the time. All right, folks. Everybody take your seats. Could yep. you please turn show me your fish down until the announcements are over? Make like they accumulate tons and tons of lead <laughs> because people <laughs> forgot their... their Seat can be used as a flotation device. Hey, that's a good idea. I'm going to steal this seat and we can float out in the water and fish. Don't take your sinkers. <laughs> they can't fly out of here, Sun Country. Can no, they, they don't. They I love yeah, okay, They're based out of Minneapolis. Yeah, they're coming. Oh, right. you hear ultra discount. Ultra, ultra discount. Ultra discount. 
They had a trash bag at the ready, and those people were not. They were thrilled. Get this goddamn thing off my face. <laughs> Threw it into that bag. Woohoo! Yeehaw! Not the Toby Keith one. That's right. Hang on to that. You bedazzled that. That looked pretty on you. That's my Piggly Wiggly bag. <laughs> he wore a one guy in the MPM plastic sack with two eyes cut out. These are my masks. Keep out the COVIDs. I hate them Jews. It's not COVID, <laughs> sir. It's not COVIDs. No, I got to keep the COVIDs away. They live right down the street from me. I wear a sack so I can commit keep crimes in their yard. COVID's. I hate that woman, that COVIDs. She's the worst. I didn't know the whole world hated them like I do, but they do. Screw you, COVID. <laughs> you caused all this trouble, COVID. We're going to burn your house down. Why do they get so mad at us? They think we're the disease. They fly to here in Vegas, or our closest ones. Uh, Sun, Country. Get on Sun Country. Yeah. Vegas. They fly out of uh, they land, way to your favorite airport. Yeah, they land right at Fremont Street when you go to Vegas. There, there's right. no way. They don't even go to the strip. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right on the zip line. Yep. There you go. It's you a quick drop. Yeah. Clear. We don't have clearance into McLaren Airport, so we're just going to hover above the strip. Anybody who wants to go to Las Vegas right now, the door's open. I'm in, man. That sounds good. Toledo's dad won't fly Sun Country because it just sounds too close to finding him. Right. <laughs> sun Country? That's where all the suns go? Uh, never mind. Uh, speaking of the suns, that's tonight, too. And uh, tonight's a big one. Tonight's one where they have to correct their errors and just mop up the Pelicans. They have to just destroy this team tonight. You don't want a fourth quarter comeback or anything uh, Chris Paul to take I, over? I want it to be one of those things where, like, just handle... Like the Warriors last night? Handle the eight seed. Yeah, you get into the... And it's, you know, it's a playoff team. The Pelicans aren't a bad team, but it's just, just handle them. Be the number one seed. Quit. Don't toy with them. Don't let them in it. After the third quarter is uh, established, I want to see some junk players tonight. I want to see some... This, this is the game where you just are like, we gotcha. Statement game. If anything, I thought game one would be the one they'd lose if they were going to lose any of them. Uh, after they, they won the first half handily, and then the third quarter got so out of hand, and then they, they came back and did their job. You, you can handle this team. Correct your errors, get out there, slaughter the Pelicans tonight, and we won't have to worry about them again. Then it's on to round two. And hopefully in that time, JSX will have flights to Denver or Salt Lake City Ready to go. If you're listening, JSX, I would very much like uh, new routes to Denver and Salt Lake somewhere in the next five days. I'm not sure how any of that works, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you guys can pull that off in the FAA. Just get a. You already sold a couple seats there. A quick license. You got two seats sold already. You got one of the planes will fill up. If JSX had a flight to Denver and the Suns were in, it's full. I can fill. Look, JSX, let me promise you this. I'll buy all the seats that don't sell <laughs> if you can get me that flight. It, it'll sell. We get, I, can, I can talk 15, 20 people into that. That would be fun. So we'll get in on that. But Suns and uh, Pelicans tonight, I think it's 7 o'clock, at Footprint Center. Just a walk in the park. I have to apologize to TV's Doug Hopkins. I did not go to his birthday celebration yesterday. You didn't? No, God, Kind of no. said he wasn't. Good. I know, but still, I thought I thought he'd be guilted into going. No, I'm not Brady. I have no problems telling people <laughs> no and not showing up to things. Uh, I'm, I went. It was pretty did fun. Did you go? I knew you yeah. would I knew you'd show up I'm at like, the party. I have to say John doesn't. I better. <laughs> I understand he roasted a pig. <laughs> and Brady just smelled it out. No idea where the guy lived, and I found him. Pretty Got to be this house. There it is. Here's TV's Doug Hopkins. What's up? Hey, Grody. Brady, close enough. <laughs> Grody. But I get a text that goes, weak, just weak. And I'm like, you knew I wasn't coming. I told you. I gave him a big happy birthday wish. I told him I loved him. It's been a lovely relationship. We've now celebrated a year of, of being pals and almost a full year of roommates. Down to, and I heard him tell 
my friend Mark that I'm a better roommate than than Big Rob was before Big Rob. And the reason why is because there's been no blood uh, stains yeah. on anything since Rob left. Some of the apartment still has blood spatter. And still there's cable. And the cable is active for another two weeks. And who's paying that? Well, <laughs> nobody knows. Oh, okay. Rob is supposed to pay it, and we don't know why. And he just he, he won't cancel it because he doesn't want to take the boxes from downtown to the store. And then I'm just like, cancel it. And he goes, well, then I have to come down there and do all that. And I'm like, I'm not interested in this. Just do it. Uh, and so we're trying. We're struggling. So the, the it's paid for the rest of the month. And then I have to pay him, and he pays the cable thing. But he never tells me how much it is. So he never, and then he complains. It never gets. It's ridiculous. Rob's a terrible roommate, and I'm not even roommates with him. He's the worst roommate of all of us at the H and H Ranch, and he's not even involved anymore. But I told I told Doug all that, heard him say that I'm a great roommate and all this stuff, and then yesterday I told him I can't go to your party. You live so far away. It's just on a, it's, and Saul, I had Saul to watch. The, I had my night planned already, and your birthday's kind of inconvenient for me. But he had evidently a wonderful thing. And who has birthday parties on a Monday? It's just. And I even offered him like, look, I'm going to take you to a nice dinner for your birthday. If it means that much, we're going to do that. Because I know you're a sensitive man. Last thing I want to do is see TV's Doug Hopkins crying. And uh, so I said, we'll, we'll get you to a dinner. And it'll be more personal. A nice birthday celebration, one-on-one, rather than some informal uh, party I don't want to be at. Why do you want all me All campus rock. I've already said I hate, I hate driving all the way out there. He lives way far away. It's no fun. I can't have any fun driving all the way out there. Missing Saul. I don't want to be at that. Why can't people hear the truth? Like, your party's on a terrible day. I'll take you to birthday dinner another time. Better call Saul's back. I've waited for two years for this. My birthday, bro. Uh, better call Saul, though. It was awesome, by the way. Anything bother you on the better oh, call not Saul? Not at all. It, was just, it delivered. Oh, did it ever. It started all... It just gave... It just picked up where it left off, and now you're just... And so many little subtle hints and, like... They dropped so many cookies in that show. I'm going to go back and probably watch again tonight and not take Doug to dinner. It's going to be great. What about tomorrow? Take me to birthday dinner tomorrow. Got to recap Saul. It. Doug sees Saul's on, and it's very intricate, and there's a lot of details. So I'm going I'm to have to watch again tomorrow. So Tuesday's out. Got to do Saul tomorrow today again, and the Suns game tonight. So I got a lot on my plate today. Got that is a lot. That's busy. Clean up that credit problem. Watch a better call Saul again. Sounds Go close some accounts. And the, and the only thing that's not involved in it is driving all over Hell's Half Acre just to have a birthday cake at Doug's house. He's a grown-up. It's a nice birthday party. I missed his 50th last year. And his uh, 51 doesn't count. But I think when you start getting into that territory, like you should start celebrating every birthday, Brady. Like my dad's doing that. Like all his birthdays like matter now because I think he thinks this is it. <laughs> I think in the, in the back of his mind, he's like, I'm, I might not have any, many more of these. I think that happens when you've had, you know, a doctor tell you, eh, it's not looking too good in there. <laughs> and uh, I think your birthdays start getting more important. I think that's what happened to Doug. It took a peek inside of him and said, I need to clean this thing up. Your birthdays are going to be few and far between if you keep this up. All right, party. And then what do you do? You party really hard on your birthday and mess it up even more. So he's getting up at noon today? Oh, yeah. No, Doug said, if you had an appointment with TV's Doug Hawkins today, it's canceled. <laughs> Although I will say that man turns it on a dime. He's probably up at a meeting now. That guy can go from 
from 60 to 0 and 0 to 60 better than anybody I've ever met. He can say, all right, time to be professional. I'm like, weren't you drunk five minutes ago? Wildly. Look at you. You're amazing. All right, have a great day, bro. And I'm like, how did you just straighten up so well? I don't know. It happens. He's amazing. I would trust, like, Doug could be drunk next to me, asleep on the couch, and 20 minutes later I'd be like, all right, you're going to drive a school bus, and I trust you. I think it's. I think you're okay. He can straighten up like nobody. The Mickey Mantle gene. It is. He's got the Mickey Mantle gene. He's got the, holy cow, you're, you just played the best game of your life. I was so drunk five minutes before this game started. I'm like, I saw you. I was feeding you drinks. He's outstanding. So happy belated to Doug. But you live too far away for birthday celebrations on a Monday. Let's be honest. People need to have that dose of honesty. I don't want to go to your kids' party. Too many people go out of guilt. Like you said, I think you'd go out of guilt. I don't think I have that inside me. I don't go to things out of guilt. Why would you want me there out of guilt? If you had a party and I'm like, ah, well, then don't come. I'll go. Why, why do you want that guy coming? I'm only going because I feel guilty if I didn't show up. I know you're going <laughs> for the wrong reason. Yeah. Every once in a while. No. It doesn't have to be. I know. Yeah. You can just say, ah, I'm going for the wrong reasons. I'll take you out some other time when I want to go. <laughs> I'd rather have somebody tell me, I really don't want to come to your thing, than just show up and go, I'm here. Bleh. What do you want? Right, I'm at your party. Are you happy? Like, geez, thanks for coming. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. If you don't show up, I have no problems with that. None. If Brady, if you if you invited me to a party and I said, I don't want to go, would you like me? And then he didn't come. I told you. Well, it's John's birthday. And no, I don't really want to be there. But, either one of them. We got that stupid party. <laughs> Everybody says that, too. Not a soul sits at the house. Maybe Brady. But not a soul gets ready to go to somebody's house. And is like, oh, I can't wait to get over there. The whole day you're like, oh, is there, is there any way you feel like you've got the flu? Is there any way we can get out of this? All right. That's probably uttered 90% of every house party. The people go and get in the car. And right before the door closes, they're like, all right, let's go. I'm pretty sure that's every human being on the planet. All right, let's get this over with. I've never once hopped in a car excited to go. Might to be a little house. lighter now since we're coming out of the pandemic and people want to get out. But I don't think so. I think um, age has something to do with it too, yep. a little bit. Well, not for me. It's been that way since I was a kid. You invite me to <laughs> Toledo. Had his kid's birthday party. Oh God. Ugh. And I got in the car. All right, let's get this over with. Everything. Everything I do that with. Nobody wants to do that. No, that was at Chuck E. Cheese years ago. And then we had Frank's. Yeah. Frank had and then Frank Joey's decided. There. I'm like, what are you guys yeah. doing? We all got sick. And that's the reason I don't want to go. Everybody got consumption. And we had 1800s diseases. <laughs> you had whooping cough. This time, with no kids, so you shouldn't be invited. No. No. You never yes. invite people with no kids. No. Yeah. People but everybody still does. I know, I know. I, I do the same. I get the same Did thing. Did you invite Uncle Brett? No. We're not related. Why is the Uncle Brett? We don't know what else to call him. Right. <laughs> yeah. Childless people should not be invited to child parties. They, they don't belong. And 51-year-old men should not have their birthday parties on a Monday. She's barren. <laughs> That's fine. Lucky. That's what I hear when I hear a woman is barren. She can't have children. Loves being around kids. Is she single? Lucky. Is she single? No. If she's <laughs> if she's barren and loves being around kids, she's a called a cat oh, yeah, lady. Because yeah, no guy's corralling that one. I can't have children. Oh, God. Bye. Enjoy your collection of cats. Happy birthday. 
No man likes me. Because you're all on about what you can't do with your ovaries. Except the gift. If ever, if ever you should believe in God, it's the day the doctor told you, I'm sorry, you're barren. What a gift you've been given. <laughs> Next week, invited to a gender reveal. No! <laughs> <laughs> I knew a girl years ago who was told at a very early age that her factory was busted. And all she did was surround herself with family and cry her eyes out. She was intolerable after a while. I was like, I just, babies are all. Like, oh, forget it. I don't even like working with you. That's what she needs to whore around. Endometriosis made me. I'm like, I don't want to hear this all the time. You realize you're kind of a broken record. And not only broken record, you're broken ovaries. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, I didn't want to deal with her anymore. <laughs> Face reality. That's not getting better. And I think the last pictures I saw her are like a black kid and an Asian kid in her house. No dad. She went out and adopted a couple of them. Took them home. Happy as a lark. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know about that. Because deep down she still knows they didn't fall out of her. She's bust. Angelina Jolie now just going for the we are the world <laughs> thing or what? She's at 23 at the blackjack table. There's nothing coming out of her that's normal. So she had to go steal a couple. Thank you, Shiloh. I want one of my own. Well, if you didn't have walnuts for ovaries, <laughs> but I guess you just have to start to embrace reality. We froze my eggs. Oh, good. Where are they? In the fridge? Hard boiled? <laughs> what do we got? Just in case. Yeah, I have a friend whose uh, wife did that, and they're almost. Like, they're late 40s now. She still wants to do it. What? Yeah. Why? You don't want to be that 70-year-old person at your kid's right. high school graduation. Two kids grew Ew. up. No. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Well, well, Brady, you'll be 65. Yeah. You know, you're all good. He ain't going to be at any graduation. Come on. <laughs> well, his birthday's got to start getting more important to him. He's going <laughs> to miss all the big events. the rascal all lined <laughs> up for that. He's going to miss all the big events. So let's just make Brady's birthdays a big deal for now. Well, you said yesterday she's getting married in three years. You think he doesn't accelerate well, that timeline? Sh- you got to speed this up. You gotta, yeah, you got to get <laughs> him at three years. Isn't she going to be sixteen then? Yeah. yeah. Where are we? But just so He's Daddy can be old. at the she's wedding. Been promised. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy can be at the wedding if she's sixteen. If she's twenty-two, <laughs> Daddy. Look, she's not. Braiding going to be at her wedding. Graduation is a push, but the wedding, not a thing. Graduation's even money. Uh, it's, it's even money. <laughs> There's a spread on that. That's not a thing. I mean, I'm rooting for you to be there, but if I'm a betting man. Yeah, she's not in the excelled classes yeah. either. So that's, you know, when you hear about these kids yeah, graduating. She's not, she's not Doogie Howser. You got to step it up. <laughs> you got to hurry up. Daddy's on a fast track. <laughs> TikTok curbs. How old will you be when she graduates? Like Five years. 62. 62. As an old dad. As an old dad. Do you feel weird around her friends? No. Vibrant young parents? No. Are you buying vacuum cleaners yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Doing any of that. Not yet. My How many hot right. friends she have and what are they selling? <laughs> yeah. My, my, yeah. Hey, you're a little lady. Now, if Come my dad was in, in his 60s and bought that vacuum from that Lisa girl, that would have been a totally different animal. <laughs> Creepy old man. My dad was only like 47 when that happened. He was young. They had kids young. That's the only way to do it. Get them out of there while you're still walking around. Brady's going to, Kirby's going to be like, moving out of the house. And Brady's going to be like, I'm like, that's the end of your life. Like, that's it. Your empty nest is going to be a drool towel and TV. What's with the 
cord running through the house. My oxygen. But ability to breathe. Is Kirby home? No, she's gone. Let me just get this pillow over your face. This is hard to watch. Anyway, well, good luck, old dad. Graduation's in five years. <laughs> Oof. What's the fan to walk Easy under? peasy. No way. I'll say this. Your left side will definitely be affected at the graduation if you're still alive. Is she doing the... You'll still be in recovery. Is she moving to a high school or is Gilbert... Yeah, yeah she's moving. Gilbert Christian High School. Oh, they have. Oh, it's all one shot, all yeah. the way through. Same oh, school. so it's all one house, right? It's no, it's a, uh, it's a different. Uh, oh, it's in a different area. Across yeah. the street. Oh. Across the street. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be the guy at the, the graduation that claps by his right hand hitting his chest because his left hand doesn't work anymore. <laughs> that and he's got to get his pacemaker kicked in again. I don't think he'll have a pacemaker. No, <laughs> the, the, the debilitating stroke is gonna be. Torp's got a pacemaker, didn't he? Yeah, yeah but Ooh. he's like a hundred. That's different. It certainly is. He got cracked open at 75. Oh, okay. You got 10 years easy before that happened. <laughs> Come on, wink and a nod, John. Stop it. <laughs> Be honest with him. Anyway, good We luck have goals. <laughs> Do you? Make the high school. <laughs> Get graduation. graduation. Cross your fingers and then hope for college graduation. No hey, way I- you see college graduation. Don't kid yourself. The high school's hoping you make graduation too. <laughs> Keep those payments coming. Look, yeah. I'll barely make her college graduation. Well, I'll be a steel skeleton by the time that rolls out. But yeah, it's all right. I want to see that half face Brady at the graduation. With my little, with my little baby. She's on your left side. Okay. Let me not turn fair. around. Let me try to not funny. Not funny. Stand on my right side, sweetheart. Daddy loves you. Give daddy a big kiss. I'd rather not, you old pirate. Your face is covered in spit. <laughs> Daddy, I'm so high right now. Oh. It's a cumin. If I get touched, I bleed. Oh. Don't touch my old man. Why's your grandpa here, Kirby? Quiet down, everybody. Don't touch my old man. He turns into Chuck. Hey, Yoda. <laughs> your dad looks like a pot sticker. Because my skin is thin. My skin is thinned out since the stroke. <laughs> Also, I can't be touched. If you touch me, I do. He's like a sponge. If you touch him, he just gushes blood. <laughs> can't even move at the house. She's having keggers. Stop it. Knock it off. You kids should probably all get out. Move out of the way, old man. Just wheel him over there and put him in the corner like the Blair Witch, a reference I shouldn't know. Get out of the way, <laughs> mummy dust. Yeah, excuse me, <laughs> mummy dust. <laughs> Kirby! Stay on his left side, he won't even know there's a party in here. Just turn on Blazing Saddles. He'll be there for hours. Come on down to Kirby Bogan's left side of daddy party. We have parties on his left side. He doesn't even know what's going on. He's got no hearing. Can't see. Seems to be quite a lot of uh, activity over there. I'm rooting for you, Brady, but we all know what's going to happen. And ain't pretty. Maybe Toledo uh, can... Can go in your stead and be the father. Substitute dad. Be the father he never had. <laughs> Why me? Well, because you'd be a, sub- all four of us. a good substitute dad. Well, I'm not okay. going because you know the pain of not having a father. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go. I'm not okay. going. He's not going to go. You're the only one. Re- There's two reasons why <laughs> we're not doing it. And second, you know, you know what it's like to have By a graduation. By default, a, a, a dad-free graduation. Is all right, well. I get it. So, yeah, you just stand in. 
and you hold you hold the iPad. Of Brady at home going because <laughs> he can't leave his. He can't leave his. He can't leave his facility. <laughs> he has to be carried around by iPad. <laughs> I can't leave the facility. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> hey, turn the volume down. I can't. I can't. I can't watch that dude slurp anymore, man. <laughs> I made it, Joe Pirate. Hey, all right, and uh, disconnect. All right, everybody. Back to my house for a left side daddy party. Anyway, good luck to you, baby. It's going to be a blast. How we started that. It is going to be a blast. I will be on the, and I'll be on the right side of Brady going, nice digs. Is there something going on over there? No. As far as you know. It's a bunch of high school seniors running around your pool. I can't look. <laughs> I'm kind of rooting for it. You sound fun. Look at Italian. <laughs> it's all brick fishing. Jesus, Brady, you look terrible. I know. <laughs> I'm going to be a horrible friend when I'm walking up to you. Jesus Christ, what happened? I had a little stroke. Little? <laughs> a monster. Okay, somebody cut you in half, put you back together. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today, <laughs> Wake up song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are getting the stock back in. They're, as a matter of fact, they're getting so many bikes that they're sending them out of state now. People are just hitting them up. So you can check out their whole uh, stock online, actionrideshop.com, or just go on in there and check it out. So uh, they got all the big brands, Pivot, Rocky Mountain, Santa Cruz, Ibis, Kona, all prices, ranges be taken care of there so check it out actionrideshop.com and on the list we've got uh tons of concert second rock for you fest if this thing would ever work. there you there go. go all right uh rise against re-education yeah, through labor uh trey you two code and cambrias pennywise and of course we got the standards deftones metallica suicide silence hate breed terror what do you want to go with this week uh i like the rise against one i don't know that song you know it. When you hear it, you'll know okay. it. Yeah. Bro him. All right, let's do that one. Let's do the Rise Against. All right. Get a little bit of that. They had to cancel a couple of shows this week. Yeah, I asked Larry about that. What's going on? Because of COVID. Yeah. So we've got our fingers but crossed. But I think it's their crew. I don't think it's them. Yeah, it's not them, but yeah. they're still, it's yeah. in their camp. So right. they have to take a few days and they canceled uh, Seattle and yeah. or somewhere else. and uh, Or something in Canada and something in Seattle. And they canceled their shows like leading up to this week. And everybody here is like, well, that's not good. But uh, so far, so good that Rise Against is like, ah, precautionary nonsense. Take a couple of shows off, we'll pop back. But I think you can make Mask it. Mask up. I think you can make it through, like, with COVID now. I think you can even play. Right? Like a cold? Yeah. Oh, don't start that now. Huh. Don't start that. I am. I told you. I am fully. I told you what it is. <laughs> I am fully now on the train that if you have it or are close to it, don't tell anybody. It just it causes problems. Do your best to avoid folks, but just shh. Call in sick for a couple days. I got a cold. Tell everybody you're negative. I'm a believer that that's why the numbers are down. Yeah. Nobody's, Nobody's telling. Anything. Nobody's oh, telling. 100%. If they're taking home tests going, crap, I got it. And then they just call in and go, I took a test. It's negative. No big deal. But uh, I, feel, I feel good. I, I got yeah. food poisoning or something. And they just stay at home for a couple of days. I'm pretty sure that's positive COVID test now. Because that's what I would do. If I was positive, I'd be like, uh, hey, why wouldn't you? I got the flu. 
pretty panics, sure. The panic in this building. Now, early on, I get it, but just recently with the panic when somebody yeah. gets It's not that bad right now. Because we've had a couple of them right. have it, and everybody's like, all right. Jesus, Heather had something I can't even explain with whatever she was. her The wettest cough I've ever heard in my life. She's you, rivaling me for getting oh, diseases. Oh, she's terrible. And she was downstairs, and she goes, I'm all better. <coughs> and I heard a throat oyster come up. And she's looking at me, and we're talking about uh, the Jeep dealership, Larry H. Miller. And I watched her do that. Oh! <laughs> kind of had to take it down. <sighs> she had to do that throat lozenge thing because the oyster came up. The gulp. The that, full buck and rider. But that, yeah, it was a buck and rider. It was a blue point that popped up in her mouth right in the middle. <laughs> but the cough was wet. And I'm like, oh, Heather, your cough is still all wet. That means you're, you're still bad. I'm fine. I'm <laughs> Hold on, I gotta go out for a second. Oh, God. Hit the flagpole and winged around twice. Oh, good that one. That was a big one. Yeah, kids started tetherballing with it. <laughs> hey, your throat oyster is not a game. Go tell those kids that's a throat oyster. Somebody lost a tetherball out here in the flagpole. <laughs> I'll be out. It's all sticky. <laughs> Trip has to make an announcement. No more <laughs> oysters on the flagpole. Well, that's a great band name. Oysters on the flagpole. All right, everyone. Listen up, Heather. Quit spitting <laughs> your loogies on the flagpole. We got a problem with children. And I don't know what's worse, your bronchitis or having kids in the parking lot. I know what's worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was gross. But yeah, had, you just uh, lie about it. Lie about it right now. Stay home for a couple remember days. Remember back in the day when I was first in on it pretty oh, much yeah. you were the first and the one. and the guy where i think is the the carrier monkey yeah was getting rocked by allergies right but we Fast knew that forward two years later at a furniture store on saturday and the guy that's helping you out oh i'm just getting crushed by allergies right yeah. now thinking. <laughs> but then we were so hyper aware that if you had a stuffy nose you should never be outside yeah. we didn't know if this was the death but tank or not it's now gone away because well, we know we, we, we have knowledge now. Back then, we yeah. had no idea if somebody was sniffing, you like acted like they were on fire. Oh, I was terrified because Same I here. get allergies very bad. Yeah. And I'm just like, everybody's like, well, you got it. I'm like, dude, you've known me 20 years, yeah. and I've always get allergies at this time. But it was, it was horrifying. Yeah. It was like walking around with a loaded gun. Nobody knew. Now we know. It's like ah, allergies, allergies, and COVID. Now you know it hasn't been allergies. You just had COVID you over had and COVID over. COVID through every year. Yeah. Solid year. Good for you. Way to survive that. Anyway, uh, this is a rise against its concert psyching rock for this Sunday's U-Fest. Fingers crossed that uh, they don't catch that cold and have to cancel. Because right now it's all a go. They've had to cancel a couple of shows. So keep your ears open about this. But you get to see it live on Sunday. This is good. The more I hear from Rise Against the Trade and all this stuff, I'm like, man, I do know a ton of their stuff. Yeah, you'll know this one once you hear it. Yeah, more than I ever knew I knew. It's one of those deals. But this is cool uh, because the show is on Sunday. So it's all concert psyching rock getting you ready. For Sunday show tickets available at 98kupd.com. We'll even have some pit tickets for you later this morning. It's Rise Against. It's your wake up. It's 98. There's corn right there, freaking leash. 742. Larry loves everybody. Kara still hates the blacks. Sue's a bitch. Uh, that's how that works. Uh, and Larry does love everyone. He's a very kind man. <laughs> he does. Uh, Brady, it's time now for you to give us all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. And it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Oh, doesn't a burger sound good? You can head to Hooters for a mouth-watering specialty burger. Curly fries offer just 11 bucks, and that's every Monday through Friday. Only 
at Hooters. And then you can say thanks, Hooters and Bud Light, for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Happy National Garlic Day. Don't make a habit of it. I have to say, I keep reseeding the playoffs in my head, and they don't do that in the NBA. So I'm rooting for a Denver trip, but so much would have to go wrong for a Denver trip that it would have to be Utah. Looks like it might be Oakland. I'm not going there to the Warriors. They're in San Francisco now. So now my Denver trip, now that I think about it, without reseeding, I've been planning a trip that really can't happen unless something goes haywire. Garbage. So maybe Utah. Go up to Salt Lake City. A maybe pole. Dallas. But I don't know. Poll for National Garlic Day found that only 3% of Americans hate it. 45% either like it or at least don't mind it. There are certain uh, facets of society, Brady, that don't care for garlic. There's 3%, 3% of, of us. One, two, two, three, 3% don't care for garlic. That's why we stay away from Brett Wesley's house. <laughs> he sweats it. I love it. Do you, can you eat cloves of it? No, that I can't do. I've That's seen people much. do that. I'm like, man, I don't know that what? I... What? Yeah, I don't like garlic. Oh I like garlic... God. Hidden in stuff. Yeah, I like the flavor of it, but yeah. I can't just you know, like you pound cook it one. down to yeah. where it almost yeah. melts, yes. where it's almost gone. Right? Yeah. Well, they have like that garlic festival, like in I think it's it's up in California, like yeah. Gil- Gilroy. They have garlic ice cream. They have Ugh. anything Everything. you can imagine with garlic. Yeah. They have it. Two percent of Americans say their favorite way to eat garlic is raw. Oh, I yeah. can't do it. I don't know how you do that. I've seen Again, it. I've seen it done. Same. Yeah. yeah, same guy. Well, they are crazy be- people, Brady. The garlic. It is a, I wonder how that came about. Or vampires don't like wooden steaks, steel and wood, and then garlic. Oh, silver, isn't it? S- I don't that's, know what. That, is that uh, silver bullet? Well, wooden steak. Yeah. Cross. Garlic and a cross. Yeah. cross. Why garlic? And holy water. We know that. Well, sure, sure. Yeah. Garlic? It's and an Italian thing. And garlic get involved. Yeah. Yuck. Italians. Hi. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Vampires. Well, that's a yeah. good thing. Why do you want to befriend them? It proves we're more normal, huh? How you doing? <laughs> I don't want to hang around with you. He's like a vampire, this one. You know what? F- you weirdo with your giant teeth. <laughs> I'll put a stake in his heart. <laughs> Look at this fruit bat sitting around in his giant robe. <laughs> Wearing a cape. And <laughs> hey, Fajul, what's with the cape? <laughs> I knew I'd rocked into the wrong. It's Italians. It's the garlic. I just get away from them. Ah, uh. So garlic, specifically the compound allicin inside the garlic, is a powerful antibiotic. And some European beliefs early on around vampires stated that they were created by a disease of the blood, thereby making garlic's antibiotic properties cleansing the blood. So it's old medicine. Before we knew things, garlic was used to It would kill your vampire. (laughs) Of course it would. Man, imagine how dumb our ancestors actually were. They believed in a lot. I mean, we believe in a lot of dumb stuff. A couple hundred years from now, people are like, they believed that? But boy, I tell you what, two, two, three hundred years ago when they're leeching you and shoving garlic in your blood and just because it was spicy. A couple of baseless fun facts. Couscous is the longest word in the English language where you can't visually uh, see if it's been written in all uppercase or lowercase letters. Say it again. Couscous. Yeah. It's the longest word in the English language where you can't tell visually if it's been written. Written in all, oh, okay. all uppercase the, and lowercase. They're all the same. Yep. I got you. So a C, an O, a U, and an S are the same as lowercase Size. as they are. Okay. They're just they're just shrunk. Okay. I need some other examples. Like you need what's a, the other. What's like the shortest word? Big C, little C. Right. Yeah. 
so would be those like so. us. You couldn't tell if so was yeah, us okay. is, another, is yeah. all those. No, because is capital I is a bar. Yeah, it's yeah, different. We'll explain it later. We'll have your dad call you. Fix all this. <laughs> Why would you capitalize is? Start of a sentence. I start of a sentence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> No wonder he left. These questions. <laughs> Albert Einstein once said the theory of relativity is was his best idea, but his second best was adding in eggs while he cooked soup to make soft-boiled eggs without having to wash an ah. extra pot. You could siphon out the soft-boiled eggs from the soup? Yeah. Or you just leave them in there? No, he's, he's putting in the whole... Egg in there and then... oh, got it. So, boy, oh, I see. I was thinking that he was doing it open, like, ugh. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. So he makes you boil up some eggs while you're making soup. That's he yeah. is a genius. Einstein is <laughs> One a genius. Pot you know what's crazy about that? I understand the egg thing, the, the relativity. I'm lost on all that. That's crazy. The theory of relativity is just that's where right after you say that is as far as I understand it. There were 27 letters in the English alphabet in the early 1800s. What was the other one? The extra letter was the ampersand. Oh. It came after Z, and it was pronounced and. Hmm. But it was dropped from the alphabet before the end of the century. It's too hard to draw. I think you know this one. The record for the most points by a pair of brothers in the NHL. The Hulls? That's the The Gretzky brothers. Oh, in one game? Or Wayne, total, I guess that's true. Wayne's got 800. 200, this guy's got 2,861 <laughs> was the total. Wayne scored 2,857. His brother, Brent, that's scored right. four. That's right. Jeez. <laughs> Brent probably has an inferiority complex somewhere around Thanksgiving <laughs> oh, when it's man. time for the Gretzky family get-togethers. Oh, at their house? Hey, there Wayne's you. here, everybody. Wayne's here. Hey, Brent. Uh, Wayne's here, everyone. He's got an aversion to the number 99. I played pro hockey, too. He was probably... What number do you think he was, Brady? All right, 69. He was a cool Gretzky. He's like the Stallone family when Frank shows <laughs> yeah, up. Right, yeah. Yeah. Frank had a hit. Lord, I got some goals. <laughs> well, you know, everybody don't forget about Frankie over here. Thanks a lot, Sly. I appreciate all the attention. Hey, you know, you can't go in my shadow all day. Now get, go get me a drink. <laughs> the fall off of my brother was yeah. unbelievable. How often does Brent have to, Brent, go get your brother a drink. God, it's great to see you, Wayne. Thanks, Dad. It's real good to be up here. Brent, hurry up with that drink! He's always a slower guy than you, Wayne. He couldn't skate. <laughs> the French elections are coming up, and it's really a close race. I don't know if you saw this or not, but the president, Emmanuel Macron, has really stepped up his game. Did a little photo shoot the other day to reach out to the youngsters in, in Frogland. Hey, hey, they don't call it that anymore. <laughs> Open up a shirt to show more chest hair. Nice. Going to do this because it's getting too close. He's got to bury the old guy that's running against him. Yeah, so he's looking. Uh, They're doing a full spread on him. He starts my uh, brand new campaign, Brady, called uh, You Know You Want to F Me, huh? This is uh, President F Me. Look at this guy. That is Oh, it's a pro spread. As you walk the streets of uh, the city of love, you realize I am president of not only the nation, but also your heart. His opponent has no chance now. No way, unless he shows the tip of his wang out his pant leg. Very nice, Manuel Macron. 
Uh, by the way, I want to uh, make love to all of you, France. It's a beautiful thing. And you will be a typical Frenchman and surrender to my passion. I like when... I, I miss French people. They don't do anything anymore. They used to pop up every once in a while. Now they're just kind of just a forgotten land. We used to have Frenchmen like... Like, it used to be a thing people would put French people in movies. Remember Gerard Depardieu was sexy oh, for yeah. some reason? He was a big mountain of a fat man. and Three musketeers. We haven't had a good Frenchman in a long time. You had Lawrence Olivier the, and... Uh, who's again the professional? Was Lawrence Olivier Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy was French. Jean... Yeah. Uh, what was Jean his name? Luke was Reno? Like yeah. Reno, yeah. Jean Reno, yeah. Yeah. Matilda. You know I love him. And we were okay with him. He was so yep. French that he could come on to a 12-year-old and we were fine with him. I want you to help me kill people. And for some reason, this movie is filled with sexual tension. <laughs> you are 12. We bought it. He's French. I think everybody said that, too. It's like, are they kind of an item? She's 12. It's like, he's French. We were okay with it. Uh, a new survey looked at what your candy preferences might reveal about your personality. All right. People who like sour candy are more likely to be extroverted and outgoing. They're also more likely to describe themselves as funny, sarcastic, and eccentric. Okay. If you prefer chocolate, you're more likely to be optimistic and shy. People who opt for mint-flavored candy... I love chocolate. ...are the most likely to describe themselves as being a thoughtful person in general. I love mint. This is all wrong. 27% 27% of us who eat candy every day. Every day? Yep. That's me. 75% said at least once a week. I eat M&M's every day. People who eat candy every day are much more likely to be night owls. That's me. That is correct. So far, they've all been wrong, except that one. Like, I'm shy. <laughs> I guess I am a little. Which gets us to the big study here. A new study ranked the size of men's junk in 86 different countries around the world. This is an annual thing. American men. Hold on. India, turn your radios off for a second because you guys always come up short on this one. Where did we stand this year, Brady? We came in at number 59. (laughs) All right. Wait a minute. That's the wrong one. 59. I've tried it because my belly is circular. It's like a five. You know what that means. (laughs) A men's health company called from Mars supposedly used Google data to come up with the numbers. That's all we know. Oh, so having penises or the size of the, them? Yeah, the size. They can tell from Mars? Oh, I misunderstood this. Yeah, thing. I didn't get that. What is Mars looking at our dicks That is for? the name of the health company. Oh. You said they could tell from Mars. And they used it. Uh, a men's health company called From Mars. Oh, I see. And they measured our penises. Using Google data. While we slept. Using Google. Well, you know, you know why is because every guy's put his erection up against his phone to see if it's longer than the phone. I've done it when they made the bigger the new measure. The big well, they have that, they have the thing on there. That if, I don't even know if you know that, but they have a little thing on it, and you can slide it, and it measures like a ruler. <laughs> so if you're bigger than your phone, you can go past it. I was just happy that the tip of mine came. I could see it. If you place my phone on top of my erect penis. Some of the top comes out. I'm like, yay, my phone doesn't eclipse my entire wang. According to this, Ecuador is first with an average of 6.93 inches. 
Wow. 21 countries clocked in at over six. They're averaging seven inches in Ecuador or thereabouts? Six, nine. Six, nine, three. Ecuador, Cameroon, Bolivia, Sudan, and Haiti. Haiti, though, you don't want to touch those. They're the U.S., 5.3 inches. Oh. We just topped Japan. 5.34. But we rank higher than the U.K., 5.17, and Ireland, 5 flat. We just passed Japan. They better start pixelating our porn. I'm going to be pissed. Well, if I had a 5.1-incher, I'd be pixelating it, too. Canada and Mexico ranked higher than the U.S., Mexico has bigger dicks than Mexico is 29th at 5.87. Canada oh. is 12th at 6.19. And they're killing us. Like, we're 5'3". They're, they're 6 and 5'8". Uh, Who's uh, well, 5. Mexico? 5.87 in Mexico. Every guy is 5 feet 8. They can't have a 5-inch, almost a 6-inch wang, too. It would look funny. Last. Man. Cambodia, 3.95. Taiwan, 4.24. Philippines, 4.27. Oh, that's just Sri rough. Lanka, 4.29. Oh. Hong Kong, 4.4. Oh, this is terrible. I feel so bad for them. Because it does matter. That's just terrible. You know what's funny? When you're watching the Suns tonight, whenever uh, Valshunas goes to the line for the Pelicans, watch him hold the basketball. My friend Mark and I noticed this the other And we both said it at the same time, I'm like, look at the ball. And his hands. Do his fingers almost touch? All the way around. And Mark Mark looked at me and he goes, can you imagine? I'm like, yeah, my penis in his hand would look so weird. His hand is huge. And Antetokounmpo has the biggest hands in basketball. This guy's like a close second. They have to have just massive ones just for symmetry. Because if he's, if he's honking around with my average wing, that's just got to be pathetic looking. But we're 5'3". America, this is... This is bad news. According to this married oh. dating website called Illicit Encounters, is a woman more likely to be faithful if she has a certain type of pet, like a dog? According to this, 22% of unfaithful women own a cat. Oh. Tropical fish are second most common. <laughs> With cheating women, 19%, right. followed by hamsters, guinea pigs, lizards, Turtles, birds, dogs were at twelve percent. Twelve percent of women with dogs are so who's the are, most faithful? Are, are, dog, dogs, unfaithful. dogs. Yeah. Okay. Unfaithful. Eighty-eight percent of cat women owners. with dogs are faithful. Yes. Right. Cat owners, however, go catting around. So they're just horse. They're just horse. You're okay. cat. You own just cats. What if you own both? It's kind of it middles out. But if you've got reptiles, forget it. You can't. You can't contain that thing. That See, box most is all honest, over the place. Two percent of unfaithful women have a rabbit. Five percent have a snake. Well, nobody wants to date snakes. There's though. that fact. Yeah. <laughs> faithful because the options are limited to one guy. Brett, I know you're. You'll be excited about this. Mexican pizza is coming back to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, I right. knew you. Is that a big yeah. thing for you? May nineteenth. Although I see people posting it online, Middle well, was all Magoop was well. all you know. <laughs> Come on. Is that surprising? <laughs> Midhouse, 400 pounds of Mexican pizza desire. All he does is he probably just circles the Taco Bell like a mosh pit and waits for the doors to open. And also, girls who own snakes have uh, too many weird green tattoos. 
Snake girls always have shoulders covered in green tattoos. There's no color. The other thing is once you start dating them, there's no leaving them. Oh. They get a hold of you. Oh, scary. That's the fact. They're faithful. You can't break up. <laughs> so they become the animal they love. Yeah. Okay. By wrapping their giant fat arms around you. Larry loves those girls. The 10 most popular U.S. locations to visit this spring based upon TikTok views. Okay. What? This is how we're basing yes, it. Yeah. TikTok is not telling us where we want to be. The Oregon coast is number one. I like what Brett just said. That's a thing. I'd never heard that phrase before, but I like it. This is the nowadays. <laughs> well, welcome to nowadays. Jackson Hole, Wyoming, number two. People visit TikTok pictures of that a lot. 71... 71.3 million TikTok views. Jackson. Of Jackson Hole. Yeah. But Oregon Coast was 254 million. Yeah, but isn't it just people <laughs> doing something in Jackson Hole? It's not just searching out pictures of Jackson Hole. Nah, it's be- always pictures of that arch, like from Every Which Way But Loose, with of, of antlers, because that's where the big oh, fight was, yes. was Jackson Hole. <laughs> Making Georgia wow. number that's three. Anyway, but loose. Wow. I mean, that is the most hillbilly thing I've ever heard anyone Them antlers are awesome. It's the arch of antlers from the uh, fight scene in you any which way but loose. Wow. Wow. But you remember it now. Yeah, but it took a minute. <laughs> oh, it's the antler fight scene from any which way but loose. That shouldn't be your first thought ever. That's but, why people are visiting Jackson Hole. My brother was an extra on that fight. So, was he? Yeah. Just happened to be in Jackson Hole at the time. <laughs> of course okay, he was. That's enough. <laughs> the both of you. <laughs> your sister's panties just <laughs> fell out of your pockets. <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> Sedona, Arizona, number five. That's great. I'm still a little bit struck by the idea that that's how you two reference Jackson Hole. Terrible. It's a great visit. Your brother's in. Now I got to go watch Any Which Way But Loose and look for Tom Jr. <laughs> Is he? Good I've been looking it? for years. He, he says. Oh, he, he, he lied. Says, no, he was there. Was he in it? In the crowd. Is he? In and the he movie? says, I'll have to get the specific point at where he was. But I, Brady, the movie. I scanned it a couple of times. Forty-five years old. And yeah, you haven't found it. And you haven't sat and watched with your brother where he is. No. Enough for him to say that's me. You were like seventeen. Maybe when that came out, he was home. No, we were both out. Um, well, let's see. I have to know the year when it came. Any out. which way but loose came out like seventy nine. You were fourteen oh, yeah, years so old. I was, yeah, I was in ninth grade. And your <laughs> brother's in the movie. He might have hit the. It, maybe he uh, got the end of the part that was in. Okay, so yeah, you were thirteen. Grade, yeah. But you. But what do you mean? Maybe you can't throw the stat out that your brother's in the movie and then say I've never seen it. He's probably never seen himself either. <laughs> so he wasn't in it. He was there while they were filming it. He was in the crowd. Oh, all right, I'm done with this. He was watching them film the movie, and was, then he was in the crowd. You know, they're, is they're he t- in it or not? Yeah. Well, he was. Oh, it's an easy question. Let's call him. Is he in it or not? I'll find out. No, no, no. I've never seen him. Ben, you all the time. can't say he was an extra in the okay, movie. Okay, he was there when they were filming, and he was in the crowd. But you can't see him. So he's not in it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if you can't see it, he's not there. It's like Joe Biden shaking hands with that ghost the other day. There's no one there. I might have seen him. 
Oh, no. oh my God. Whoa. Did you 69 with him? <laughs> Can we get an answer on the Any Which Way But Loose trivia? Your brother is in the movie, he but you can't see He was in it, see. but he got knocked out by Cloud. Uh, he, is he in it or not? I'm going to say no. <laughs> wow, that Holy was five minutes to get five there. Five minutes of your life for Brady to lie about his brother being in a movie and then tell us that he wasn't in it at all. He was in the crowd during the filming. Whether or not you can pick him out in there, I don't. I've never been able to pick him out. So, but I haven't. Again, I did not ever go back and rewind to. But your brother came home from Jackson Hole. And Mark Hole. Sager. Okay, but they came home from Jackson Hole because your brother couldn't have been more than 17 at the time. Yeah. Came home and said, we were in any which way but loose. Yeah. They and you as a family scene. did not go to this movie. They don't ask questions. And say, where are you? No, because if you didn't have a line, then whoop de doo <laughs> Oh, he's off in Jackson Hole. We got standards in our family if and you can't acting. See him, whoop de doo. Why right. are we having this conversation? Because I got to get to the bottom of this nonsense. The way it's this ridiculous. family thinks. Where were you when your brother was in Jackson Hole? Eighth grade. Okay, in the eighth grade and, that day. In Jackson Hole, I was at UA. So you were home. So he's yeah. in Jackson Hole with some other family. With uh, yeah. Well, no, he went with a couple of buddies in high school. Okay, they just drove to Jackson Hole. Yeah. Got into a movie. Came back, said we were even in a movie with they were Clint filming, Eastwood. Yeah. And then the movie comes out, and no one in the family cares to see it, to see Tom in it. Nope. <laughs> That's you nice. How odd That's that nice, is. son. That is very He's not strange. a star seeker. He, doesn't, he didn't care. But he did because he came home and told you about it. He spoiled the ending for me. Okay. He knew the script? No. <laughs> Brett, will you do me a favor and uh, get some of your people to kill someone for me? <laughs> My brother was in that. Was he? You can't see him, though. All right. Then so was I. This 53-year-old woman in Boston was trying to get her learner's permit for driving. I can't believe we had that conversation. I can't either, and it's still bothering me. I don't it's a fact, wanna... Brett. <laughs> yeah, okay, What's a fact? That your brother was not in a movie? <laughs> it's a fact about all movies. He was closer than you were. Okay, so he was <laughs> geographically closer so than all of us. I, okay, then I was in the gauntlet because they filmed it here. I could say that, yeah. You could? Yeah. You were in the gauntlet too? Yeah, I'll tell my brother that. Where were you? Because it was 83. I don't think you were anywhere near it. I was a senior in high school. Were you in Phoenix? No. But I was because I, was... I was in the gauntlet. Were you here? What year was that? 83. Eh. Brett was in the gauntlet with me. Can't see us. Uh, though. Can't yeah. see us though. Yeah, I wasn't in the gauntlet. Brady, me and my kid were on TV. Doesn't make us television stars. Yeah, it's true. Didn't say that. But also, if you were on TV, you're one step further than Brady's brother and his family's braggardry. <laughs> he wasn't a star chaser. But here we are, 45 years later. My brother was in that. I gotta call him now. Right turn, Clyde. <laughs> Why is it his fault? No, because I think he said there's multiple scenes that you know during the fight because yeah. they go. Throughout the town of Jackson Hole. You know whose fault this is? It's his for bringing up that antler thing. True, true. I got a picture underneath that. You never ask questions. Not once. And, you know, Toledo comes in and goes, guess what? I was in the new Martin Scorsese movie. No kidding. When's that come out? August. Never going to look for you. Later at lunch, Brady's going to go, I know a guy that was in the 30 years later. I'm like, I never saw it, but uh, he's in it. Somebody's like, just call his goddamn brother. Brady's Brady's misinformed. misinformed. Was there any way you would 
anyway, but loose, or is it every which way you can? The sequel a, is the one that was in Jackson. Okay, one, that's yeah, every. Everyone, that's that's every, every which way you can. Any which way you can. Any which okay. way. Okay, yeah. hang on a second. And that might have been eighty-one. A, a- eighty. Okay. To the internet. And that was when Brady and his brother stopped talking ever though. Only to exchange uh, Pony rarely... Express letters about how they were in movies. The that fifth no one highest made. grossing film of 1980. I can't imagine how bad taste was. What if he's still getting money for that movie? Yeah. From, That's having, such a from, big part. From his ghost role? <laughs> yeah. There's the fight scene. All, All right. right where's well Let's look for Tommy. Let's watch it. <laughs> we're going to watch this, this guy. This is way too early. Thing. It's the finale. Oh, it's a big right. 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 Oh, yeah, I'll find that. Find that. Find that. Find that. The last fight. This, this, yeah, there you go. All right. uh, no, nope, that's early on. That's the challenging. Well, there's Clint Eastwood all fight scenes. Right, sake. Is your fault? All right, we'll do this. 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 We'll do all right, I'll tell you where he's. You put it up there. No, you got to find him. He's there. Him. He's in that crowd. You got to. Oh, he's find in this him. one. Okay, let's pull this one. Up. Not that one. No. Turn it off. You're still not in Jackson Hole. I hate it. I hate you, John. I hate to point out or nitpick, but it's my way. When you asked Brady where he was when his brother was in Jackson Hole, Brady's yeah. response was the eighth grade. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I caught it. It's hard to get around that one. I don't even know where to follow up on that. Where were you when that happened? Eighth grade. In the eighth grade. And that's what I said. You were currently in the eighth grade while he was filming a movie. I was stuck in the eighth grade. That is not a location. That was the name of my favorite restaurant. The eighth grade. I was in the eighth grade. I missed that one, too. (laughs) Where were you? At the eighth grade. Okay. (laughs) Where were you in life, he thought I asked. Hanging out with Philo Benno. Yeah, Philo Benno in eighth grade. And the answer is, I don't know where my brother is. We never got curious enough to watch. Oh, we watched the one time to look for him. We didn't, couldn't. And he didn't know where he was? He would say, I was there on that scene right there. But was he in it or not? Well, could you pause it and he point it out? Or? We didn't have the technology. You had the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think if it was on TV or something. There was no pause at the time. Uh, <laughs> murder. You later have, on. You later on. I haven't been back. alone. <laughs> you are a madman. <laughs> you and that cow. Yeah, you time they try to make it with that cow. I want to party with you, cow. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb here. <laughs> I want Brady's big you and me toe. Together? Oh, forget it. So this 53 year old woman oh. in Austin tried to get a driver's license. Are we still doing this? Yeah. Took a family member's Range Rover out and ran he, over a he is. eight cemetery stones. And your brother. <laughs> My brother was there. There's the Range Rover. Yep, you're right. That's happened. Look, proof, pictures. How about that? Richard Hart lives in Bristol, Connecticut, and he was throwing some horseshoes. On the second round, he tripped, fell on the stake, and impaled himself in a one-inch rebar. Firefighters had to come out and use the jaws of life to cut it off. Cut it off. Just can't pull it out. You'll rip out heart and lungs. Oh, my God. Through and through. And what part? His ribs? His stomach? Must have been his side because uh, 
non-life-threatening injuries. Oh, there's some so serious life-threatening going yeah, on, but on your it side. Missed, it missed organs. Yeah. Yikes. But it went all the way through. Just move stuff around. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> Michael Higgins just wrote, I was in the crowd at Sun Devil Stadium for U2's Rattle and Home. I dare you to find me. I'm near the top of the lower section, stage left in the crowd, just like Tom Jr. <laughs> I'm famous. <laughs> I'm a man. People should brag about that. They filmed Rattle and Hum here? I yeah. 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 I was in it. Were, uh, that too? Yeah. Cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, he goes and your IMDB yeah. page must be huge. <laughs> You want to know what part? Because we never watched it. I'll just say a minute. <laughs> Kevin says, you wasted so much time on this. It's I've, You've caused me so much anxiety to hear you try to pull a memory <laughs> out of that old man. My brother's a star. <laughs> Trying to pull a memory out of that old man. Let's yeah. get to some radio videos. Let's do that. <laughs> we need to watch any which way. What if Better Call Saul was a musical? Some guy put it together. Fantastic. It's pretty watch. good. Well, that's not Oh, okay. Means. You want to go down no, the no, line? no, no. no. <laughs> We can do that. Your communication skills are poor at I best. Just had, I just had the <laughs> wrong one up. All right. Here we go. Better call Saul the musical. All right. Oh, he, he right. wrote a song. Enough. I've got to be important. Go if you must, but know this. We will meet again. I'm sorry. What did you say your name was? I'm Saul Goodman, and I make it my business to defend the citizens of Albuquerque against... All right. This is going to bother me. This yeah. is just annoying. Such a great show. I'm not doing that. That's it? Nope. Got a I couple I was going to say, that can't be the only one you're bringing to the party. For uh, The next one is a guy trying to jump across a pool. Okay. A backyard swimming oh, pool. No. He's always in well. Probably mm, 18, 20 feet. Was that your brother in the back by the fence? <laughs> he was not in this scene. Okay. Oh, he jumped over the oh, pool. All right, he made man. it. Right on the... oh, he did so. Hey, he's okay. Yeah. He almost did it. He just misses. He almost jumps over an entire pool. That is Oh, but those legs hit the edge there. And a broken rib, maybe? He seems all right. Yeah. Is he playing it off, though? Yeah, well, he's playing it off. It definitely didn't feel good. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Nice job. Those Samoans. This is uh, a long day at the airport. This is what you bring us from Brother HQ? (laughs) Yeah, Brother HQ. This is a mom tired of... Her son not holding up his well, She's just dragging him around yeah. the airport. Oh, my God. He's just a lump of humanity on a string. Mom's had it. Brother HQ posts that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That lady was serious about her stillborn. She's keeping it around a little longer than she needs to. Let's see what this is. All right. Oh, no. Don't go blind with these. This is the Coke missile. He throws a coke in the air. Takes up a two-liter. It fires back pretty good. Oh, and it shoots right back (laughs) at him. Hey, I want to try that. A two-liter bottle of coke all shook up, and you throw it. It comes back at you like a bullet. (laughs) That's cool. That's my brother. (laughs) Take a look at Brady's brother's videos. The brother HQ, Brady thinks everybody in it's his brother. That's my brother HQ. It's Tom headquarters. Call your brother. Yeah. Yeah, He's probably not going to answer because I wouldn't talk to you either <laughs> did you just say teacher he's a teacher okay so what he's teaching right now <laughs> wow and for his resume i just said call him teacher i don't like I said his words in my sentences teacher okay. teacher actor teacher entrepreneur tom bogan jr 
been in movies I've never seen. I'd like to brag about that a little bit. Waste I get you his life. autograph. I don't want it. I barely want you around anymore. <laughs> Rooting for the stroke. Uh, it's 815. There you go. Uh, wow. Everybody rent every which way but loose or whatever it is. Which way you can. Any which the, way the you can. gem of a sequel. The cruddy sequel. And uh, Brady's brother may or may not be in it because Brady bragged about that. Good for you. Uh, I was in the love boat once. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. John Davidson's love interest? No, I wasn't. Oh, not on the show. Oh. I was just in a, it was a boat called the love boat. I was in it. So technically I can say that. There's no video proof or evidence of that. So that's why I bring it up. <laughs> Uh, it's 8.15. There goes your Brady report. It's very confusing. It's 98 KUPD. He's on the phone with his brother right now, wasting more of our lives. Jesus Christ. And, uh, yeah. I'm blown away on how famous my family is <laughs> no, now. Yeah. So it's right amazing. in the middle of this, the Bogan clan throws out this gem while Brady's to, w- w- Are you in the movie or not? No. All right. So Brady's got to stop saying my brother was in any which way or every which way but loose or whatever he was in. He wasn't in it. So right in the middle of that, his brother goes... JV, who is Brady's brother-in-law, Tom's brother-in-law as well. JV claims to, to be an enemy of the state. <laughs> you make the, awesome. you guys are making claims that you're in movies like crazy. Stop it! And how do you have a brother-in-law for over 30 years who claims to be in a movie and none of you have looked for him? I didn't know that. I didn't know this about my brother How do you not know that if your brother-in-law's in a movie and he said so to one brother? He never told me. Why? If he was in it. I haven't been back. Uh, so you guys don't have any communication at all. Thirty-one years in the world of, uh, he's got a goddamn communications degree, <laughs> and he has to be face to face with someone. I gotta call JV now. Tom and you aren't in the same state, and he just told you he's an enemy of the state. Yeah, you're, you're in the state of having same to go state back. With JV a lot okay, but longer and longer. I don't care. You just found out over the phone. It's very easy to find these things out. Questions, man. Questions, man. Is this for me? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. It's long and proof. I think the uh, the director saw my brother in the scene, and they're like, cut it. There, They don't want him on, in there. <laughs> I was in that Clint. movie, too. I'm right next to Brady's brother, signed Richard's dad. <laughs> Hard to find him. Hard to find him in the movie. That's right. So will you stop saying your brother was in that movie now? No. You won't. I will say my brother was in oh, Jackson Hole when they were Brady, filming that so movie. So what? It's a city of thousands. And the Followed scene where they're jogging together, the he was there. They, they ran by him, Clint Eastwood and whoever the Do you know how badass many? fighter he was fighting. Uh, that guy was evil. You know how many movies I've been in by with your criteria just for having lived in Los None. Angeles for a year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same amount as your you brother. You and I were in one. What? Oh, we're in a movie. We actually were in a movie. Well, no, uh, the L.A. We're uh, no, that was a commercial, and we weren't in it. They were just their... getting ready to film it. <laughs> you guys have a really weird sense of what you're in. Yeah, I know the difference there. I'm not sure. We're watching. No, I, don't think I I'm not sure do not you. think you do. <laughs> I lived near Hardy and Southern, and they did the Circle K scene at Bill and Ted's. I used to go to that Circle K all the time. I uh, watched him set up and stuff, so I'm in that movie the same way Brady's brother's in his. I also saw Howard the Duck parachute scene get filmed in Hayward, California. Been in multiple films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that was difficult. Very. And then to call your brother and have him go, yeah, we were nearby it. He's, they ran by us. He's movie adjacent, which is not a thing to brag about. You can't tell people your brother was in that anymore. 
I'll and clarify. Justin says, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't blame Toledo anymore for that. His story had a beginning, middle, and end. It was complete. <laughs> True. I'm sorry, Toledo. And then he says the thing that is going to stick. This is going to stick to you for good. It says, don't blame Toledo for this one. His story was at least complete, beginning, middle, and end. Pop Pop's ramblings had nothing but the theft of precious airtime. That's right, Pop Pop. That's your new name. You are now Pop Pop. You have graduated in. You are Pop Pop. I'll take it. That's what the little girl calls Holmberg's morning signal. John, yeah. Pop, Pop, Toledo, yeah. and Brett. Hey, it's John here. Brett Vesley's right there. Pop, Pop's in the house. <laughs> Don't wake him. Toledo. What? Since John, I've never experienced a desire for violence as I did during that 10-minute mud bog of words Brady was put, putting us through. I wish I had his right hand so I could punch him in his smug face over and over until he passes out or passes away. I don't care. I don't condone violence in the workplace, but I understand it now. I love what you do. But keep the gimp with the communications degree quiet. <laughs> You're getting an autographed picture of my brother. I can't wait. Why don't you just give me that a... guy is. Look, listen. It, this is an autographed picture of your brother in the movie. It's an 8 by 11 piece of <laughs> white paper. It'll just be signed. Yeah, that's it. Just sign it and say so. Oh, my sweet Jesus, man. Uh, your, uh, Brady's brother had a non-speaking role in that movie. And after today, I wish Brady had a non-speaking role on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. The Brady Report uh, got a lot of uh, comments. People are very concerned that Mexico has passed us in the penis department. That's really all it comes down to. That hurt. Eventually, uh, you can tell us stories about Ukraine war and everything else. You start talking about dick sizes, and we're falling short. Mexico, 5.8 inches on average. United States, 5.3. Key Custer has a great point. The big dicks are staying in Mexico. The little dicks are crossing the border and screwing up our average. Oh. It's little dick Mexicans. 22 million. That make this such a problem. And it's a fact. I told you guys we've got to build the wall to keep those little dicks back in Mexico. Bring them back down to 5.3 and bring us back up to at least 5.758. I think that's the way we do it. I built the wall to keep the tiny dicks away. And look at, look at your dick. Look at your dick. Just, just stop the wall. And now what? Our dicks are shrinking. Yeah. Look, Larry just walked in. Proof. <laughs> what I just said. No, Larry's got a big dick. Larry's, Larry's going to bring up the curve, but now we're 5'3". How about that? Look at him. He's hanging it. Look what Joe did. He brought the dick average way down. <laughs> Got to build the wall. Mexico, we're looking at you. In less than a year. Less than a year and a half, Brady. It took, it took 18 months for him to bring the average dick down almost a full inch. And he wouldn't know. His dick hasn't gotten more than a couple inches bigger in the last five or six years. Oh, my God, I've left before I've left. <laughs> what? have I done such things? Anyway, I'm going to go. Got to go build some. I'm going to run again. Yeah, that's probably true. The little ones are coming across. Doesn't uh, doesn't take a scientist to figure that one out. There's a run on penis pumps right now. There has to be. we got to get them back up. Five, five. Oh, and that's terrible. That's just, that's just awful. Somebody said, oh, wow. The average penis in the United States is 5.3 inches. Uh, is it also National Suicide Awareness Day? Because if it's not, <laughs> we need to start thinking about it. That is horrible. And uh, we talked about Frenchmen not being prevalent in society more. So, John, you forgot to mention the greatest Frenchman of all, and that's true, Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. Right. We, we, we have not had a good Frenchman in a long time. The horse come over the mountain. I loved him. He was the best. Anyway, Brady, you've, you've done... 
Horrible work this morning. Just horrible. Your brother Do saying my best. your brother adding to it by making enemy of the state something you guys are going to look into. And maybe you're not. You don't look into anything. You don't look into anything. It's just a claim, and you're going to run with it. Now you got to call JV and say, were you an enemy of the state? That's going to be in my brother's gravestone. Call JV and ask him if he was in that movie. We're going to stop all these wild rumors you people spread. Do it right now. doesn't have to be on the air. You just do something else while we're busy. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure this out. You call JV and say, hey, Tom said you were an enemy of the state. How come no one in the family has ever said, there's JV, an enemy of the state? That would be something you'd think. And JV's an in-law. How do you get roped into these storytelling stuff? He married into it. Yeah. It's tough it. not to get into the uh, world of is it of film fantasy and acting in the Bowman <laughs> yeah. family. Yeah, you and, and Gandalf hanging around talking about things that aren't real. It started with Torp, but Torp stories are real. Well, the revolution. No, no, we made Torp stories real. Torp just told stories because no, you ask questions. Because I follow. But you got up. details. You're, his dad being in Cuba during the revolution and nobody really putting that together. That's with what a I'm guy saying. whose name he only remembers his first name. That was a good guy. I met Chicago. Took me down to Cuba, went to Havana. What year? Oh, I was there from 56 to 58. The heart of the revolution? With Pete from Chicago. With Pete from Chicago. He's a good guy. Yeah. Here down there having some fun. Was he married to your mom? Oh, I knew her. What's going on? You have one question about this? Whoring with some Cubans? Yeah, he was whoring down there with Cubans and uh, helping the guerrillas overthrow. <laughs> Throwing some guns. That was on Castro's team. He was. He was on Castro's side or he yep. wouldn't have made it out. He well, escape. he wouldn't have made it in and out for two yeah, years. Bouncing back and forth to Cuba during the revolution. He's always welcome at Cuba. That's right. At Cuba. At Cuba. <laughs> Just start spinning your chair until you fall off. <laughs> My daddy is welcome at Cuba. I'm at eighth grade. Where did he you had fun day at Cuba. <laughs> yeah, all right, that's enough. You can't make fun of other people. Uh, anyway, what are you going to do? While your dad was in is Cuba, where one? were you, Brady? Uh, this goes back to the dicks. Oh, Fred's monitoring the dick. That's, that's the major concern. Uh, a little yeah. pissed off from one side. Yeah, it says, ratio, John. Do the math. The Asian guys are bringing us down, not us Mexicans. And I got an email from a Mexican. that says, I'm 5'7", got a 7.2-incher. I'll send a picture. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't need this one-at-a-time stuff. I need a whole group of you. And no, you're not 5'7", with a 7'2", and Mexican. In Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look. Uh, oh, my, you might as well just email me and said, I am the Chupacabra. <laughs> seven and a half, seven, two, seven, three, whatever you're pulling. <laughs> Lies. Quinceanera limp would have been going on. We'd have noticed. You'd have been hurting people. That's probably why you had to leave. Anyway, good luck to all of you. Brady was in La Bamba, if you didn't know. I was walking where they filmed it 10 years after they filmed it. Good story, Pop Pop. <laughs> Somebody get Pop Pop some insure. <laughs> I filmed the entire Lambamba. They fired Lambamba. Yeah. I'm not La talking Bamba. to you anymore. You're all done. You're all done today, Pop Pop. You're all done. Lambamba? <laughs> Over that? Maybe you were in Lambamba. That's a movie no one knows about. La Bamba is different, but Lambamba, <laughs> Lambamba is the, Lambamba yeah, is the sequel. It's yeah. the, the Brazilian version, Lambamba. <laughs> Brady might have made a home movie called Lambamba in the backyard. Blah 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 blamba. Where's the words, right? Yeah, that's right. How you say them, and who cares what words are? Anyway, I'm talking. With you. My dad is allowed at Cuba. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pop Pop's my favorite thing that's come up in I don't know how many years. 21 uh, full years on the air. Brady making it this far and now becoming the Pop Pop of the building is the best thing ever. If you see Brady, please call him Pop Pop from now on. And that, that, that's, that's a demand for everyone on the show. <laughs> it's the Pop Pop Report now. It's the Pop Pop Entertain Me. I prefer Boss Pop Pop. Nope. No, you have to change you your Instagram boss. to Pop Pop. You don't get a call here, yeah, Pop Pop. Pop <laughs> you're not you're not calling a shot, Pop Pop. You don't get a word on that. You can have Boss Pop Pop on your thing. That makes it even better for you. But it is the Pop Pop report. We got to go downstairs tell the sales staff what we're selling gotta now. Re- it's Pop Pop. <laughs> got to change up all the packets. Uh, uh, Reimaging every, every. Hi, it's Pop Pop for Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pop Pop. That's it. You're not Brady anymore. You're Pop Pop. <laughs> And it works. You're a good uh, pop pop. I like it. Pop pop's funny. I hope those chocolate strawberries come back for Mother's Day. I get mom. Pop pop had to give mom some strawberries. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, did, did JB answer? He's in South Korea. <laughs> what? what? What are they filming? <laughs> some documentary. He's in the new uh, Squid Is he Games. At the DMZ. <laughs> yeah, JV's in Squid Games. Okay. They're filming up in Seoul. He's close. If you did a satellite shot of South Korea right now, he's in all the movies. You can see him there. He's, in, in. he's in all of them. Uh, it's 845. I don't even know where to go with this anymore. I don't care. Uh, we got matter. hot releases coming up in a little while. Let's just all take a breath and realize how pointless college degrees are. <laughs> what did that say? It's a good one. I like this. Larry loves everyone. Kara hates the black. Sue's a bitch. And Pop Pop has no idea what's going on. I really enjoy <laughs> calling Brady Pop Pop now. Pop Pop will do the entertainment drill a little later this morning if we can get him up in time. And people said, I don't know if you're still on it or not, but uh, I was also in a movie. It never got released, though, because we never got an ending. It's called Sleeping Beauty, signed Nathan Sutherland. All right, Nathan, that's enough. (laughs) The emails are evil today. Quite hilarious, however. And this one I really like. Said, I'm starting to think that Brady isn't a man. He's just six nine-year-olds in a trench coat. All right. That's just six kids piled together being a grown-up. <laughs> Still no confirmation on what else is Brady. Have you ever been in a movie, Brett? Uh, no. No, me neither. Amazing Grace and Chuck. You were in Amazing Grace and Chuck? Yeah, with uh, as the, an extra. The basketball player, what yep. was it? Alex English. Alex English was in that. And the kid who goes mute to stop now, can nuclear weapon. Can we see you? Can we see you? Uh, maybe the back of my head. So you're not in it? No, but I mean... Then don't say yes to the question. <laughs> pop, pop. Oh, no, Brady, <laughs> no, there's so no, many no. more reasons. Don't. Don't. Don't try to Don't try to make everything that. You've, you've earned this. Meemaw. Quiet down, Pop, Pop. <laughs> maybe Meemaw. I kind of like that for him. <laughs> so you're not in it? No, we got paycheck. For what? Being an extra. Oh, we're just standing around yeah. all day? Let's look up his IMDb page here. Yeah. Do you have <laughs> it? There, I've I've I have an IMDb page. Because you were in stuff. I was in a movie. Right. Now you just me. said you weren't. You said you weren't. You've been in I haven't been in anything anybody's seen. I'm not in any movies. <laughs> You're you know why? Because I'm not one of those people that tells people I'm in a movie. You're in a movie. <laughs> no one's seen. Yeah, I'm not telling you about it. It's pointless. It's a waste of time. Brett, ask me. Are you in a movie? No. Because then I have to explain too much of what I'm trying to... And then it comes off as being a jackass. I can't tell you what it's even called. My head was in a movie. That's what, what? you said. You. Yeah, I didn't say that. I said no when somebody asked me. No. 
Ask me how much I was paid to be in that movie. How much were you Nothing. paid to be in that? Oh. It was fun, though, but I'm not in any movies. If anybody asks, like, no, I'm not in any movie. I was in a fun, like, home video that friends made. That's no different. There's a couple different. What's it called? You're a guest on the Adam Carolla show. Well, is that on my IMDb? Well, that's one of the IMDb. Show There's a couple no mercy. IMDb. Show no mercy. Show, show no. Or is it no mercy? Show no mercy. Show no. That's the only line I had. I said it over and over too. Yeah, here it is. Show no mercy. You have yep, it. Show no mercy. Yeah. 2018. Yeah. Your filmography is uh, only one credit. Because <laughs> that's all I did, and I'm still not telling people I was in a movie. <laughs> Were you in a movie? No. There Don't I am. Force. Game God announcer. What is it? Game God announcer? That's what I played, evidently. It's nothing to talk about. It's big time. No, it's not. It's super small time. That's like bragging that I was that I have a TikTok page. I mean as many movies as they are. Stop it. If you if I'm t- like my like my neighborhood is the same neighborhood where Bill and Ted's uh Right there you are. That's, that's me. They're Look at that. See, we've seen him in a movie. But there's proof yeah. that I'm still not telling people I was in anything. It's pathetic. Stop it. And technically, I'm not. It's just a big head, which is what I would be anyway. It's Martin Cove and I. Hey, Watch you're on the movie poster, too. Look at it's that. It's four minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is like, how long is it? Like eight to ten minutes. I don't even know if it's that long. Yeah. Uh, you, look at you got top billing over uh, Martin Cove. I, I, Martin Cove, he was, a, he was a, also ran in that thing. I stole the show. I'm still not looking. They don't even have a picture of me in there. Martin and Jesse and then the old lady that played in the video. It's not, I don't even know if it's available. I, here's how much I care. I don't have a copy of it. I've never seen it. Oh, look at look at what's here. What? On the trivia. Black Lady Brady is actually an impression done by Mr. John Holmberg. That's, <laughs> that's in, a huge trivia and I agree. Wait a minute now. Who told him that? <laughs> impression. Ain't no impression. I make an impression on you. I sit my big fat ass on your face, make an impression on you and your couch. Read the next one. I can't see it. What's it say? John Holmberg is the host of 98 KUP's morning show. Dubbed Holmberg's Morning Sickness, it's the number one ranked uh, morning show in Arizona and vastly superior both in content and ratings to the previous show. Home Hosted by the now homeless radio DJ Dave Pratt. <laughs> nice! Whoever's writing it, keep it up. Does it say also stars Pop Pop? <laughs> I'm sure it will by tomorrow. All right, beautiful. Yeah, I'm not in any movie. So when, when people ask you, are you in a movie, you have to have been in it. Rattle and Hum doesn't count. Uh, what is that American movie where they did the gymnastics thing at ASU? Doesn't count. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's the Man or whatever was that, that was called. Was just one of the just boys. One of the boys just, yeah. yeah, one of the one of the guys or whatever. Yeah. Doesn't count. I've been to the Papago hiking trails, yeah. too, where they filmed it. You're not in it. Used cars back Used in the 80s. Yes. Cars. <laughs> You're not in it. You're not in it. Can't buy me love. Yeah, that was filmed at Big Surf. Brett might have been in that. I could have been in that one. That might actually be held oh, against you. IMDb. Yeah, you better check that out. <laughs> I didn't know I had an IMDb. Like, I didn't know it was that thorough. I knew I had that show no mercy thing, but I didn't know. Yeah. They'd added to it. And Did you get a big check for that one? Nothing. Zero dollars. No. Not a penny. I enjoyed it. I did it for some guys who asked if I'd just voice it, and then they, they put me in a, like a rope, or, or it was like a big, it was like, I guess it was a cape or a curtain. And just filmed my head doing the thing. 
And I just did like a thousand different lines. I used some of them, but I'm not in a movie. I'm in a project. You know what else I've done? A bunch of ASU movies. Like a, I voiced, but I don't talk about them because nobody's going to see them. It's for some kid's grade. It's like being in Brett's home movie. <laughs> I was at Brett's house. We went swimming once. It's a movie. <laughs> it's crazy. You're all insane. So, JD hasn't gotten back to you about Enemy of the State. Nope. Good. And as a family, when someone says I was in a movie, you guys all have to like look for it. You have to know before you can start telling the radio world you're in. Please. No, this one, I like this one. It says I don't Brady. think my brother ever said that at all. I mean, he said he was in the, you know, they were filming it there. You said it. Yeah, I said it. Right. But I think my brother always said I was there when they were filming that movie. But that's, and they we don't know by that. me on the scene. And, we don't know that from you saying my brother was yeah, in that movie. Right. Yeah. That's what you I started off you wrong. ruined the whole morning. Now. It's all just nonstop. Now I Man. stand corrected that's on how right. I phrase that. that. Right. Which is wildly incorrect. I've been to the moon is different than I've seen the moon. Well, now that's different. <laughs> yes, it is. I've been to the moon. That's right. Because there it is. I'm close enough. They're filming something. Anyway, we've got the, the I've been to the moon. And moon I've, pie, maybe. I've that's to, about oh, it. That's true. I've been to where they sell moon. <laughs> counts. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> Didn't say which moon. Young him moon over there on Dunlap says that <laughs> fuh. I like that stuff. Uh, it's 9.13. Uh, we got ourselves the hot releases coming up in just moments. And finally, uh, some of the movies Brady and his family have been in are released to you on Netflix. We'll find out which next. It's 98. That is Concert Psyching Rock for Sunday. We've got Coheed and Cambria coming to you first. Uh, co-headlining along with Rise Against, hopefully. Pennywise, highly suspect. to tray you dead, plush, dropout kings. We're going to have tickets for you all week long. Just got to pay attention. Coheed and Cambria. Song's called The Liars Club. And uh, you can hear all that stuff. A lot of stuff. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be really good stuff Sunday. And that is assuming that COVID does not uh, bang into everybody. Now, they just told us that everybody working backstage has to be vaccinated and proof, right? But everybody yeah. at the show, you don't have to do yeah, that anymore. Just it us. was originally going to be a card show. But I don't think they're doing that. Anymore. Some guy just emailed and said, Man, I've been thinking about it all morning. Uh, Brady mentioned that America's uh, average penis size has dropped to 5 inches, 5.3 inches. Uh, Mexico is 5.8. And he said, you got to look at it from this perspective. Every time it drops, you're a little bit bigger in your own weird way. So, like, if the if you're a 6-incher now, that used to be the average American penis. Six, we, were, we were like, Canada is over 6 inches now. So if you're at six, if you're at six, and it just dropped from five eight to five three, that means you're way ahead of the average at this point. So you get a look at that's the silver lining of it all. Is now us normals that used to be just average guys are now considered a little bit big. <laughs> Fred's just staring at me like he's got a four footer in there. Oh please! What are you talking about? Good. <laughs> you you kids keep dabbling with inches. I built a bigger house. You know what I'm saying? I'd be in the movies, not in the radio. Yeah, that's a good point. Would you, if you had a huge hog, would you have done porn? Sure, why not? I do. I, I, I say that too. Oh yeah. I told my dad that. And he goes, "You would not." I'm like, "Why wouldn't I?" But that's just proof that it isn't. Right. I'm not, yeah, I'm, not exactly. even, I'm not even auditioning. I know I don't have the role. 
Would you, Brady? No. If you had a huge 10-incher, you wouldn't want to show that to everybody? Don't. No. Okay. What do you mean? This? <laughs> you wouldn't want that to be like a thing. No. Nope. I don't think I think it, I think it would change who you are. I think if you had a big giant one, you'd be like, no, I'm going to use this and people are going to watch it. I don't think 10-inch guy. I don't think they exist without having that showy nature. There's no shy 10-incher. It makes you a different person. Your confidence level would be totally different. Yeah, totally. I think you'd be in you'd be in a little bit more of a giving mood, so to speak, when it came to the camera. And then you can tell everybody you're in movies, Brady. Finally, it would be real. You'd be in Team Wolf. Yeah, you could be in Team Wolf or any which way but loose whores. Yeah, I think that changes you. I think if you've got dudes that carry, they don't get jobs in radio. No. We have no 10-inch dicks in this building. Guarantee. And by the way, also, I think radio is paying better or the standard of employee is higher than it's ever been. Because for two straight days, there's been a sealed bag, full loaf of bread, Texas toast, sitting in our kitchen from a delivery, I think, from Eric's Family it Barbecue, was, yeah. right? Totally fresh, ready to go, and no one's taken it. Not even a promo kit. Not a promo wow. kit, and they've been around all weekend. Yeah. In the old days Free of radio, bread? that yeah. stuff lasts a day. Yeah. If you leave a thing of food out, like pizzas would go home. Like next day pizza. We threw two boxes of, Peter Piper brought a bunch of boxes, and all the leftovers got tossed. That's ne- that's not a radio tradition. Like some, We are overpaying our low-level employees. I'm sure Trip would agree with you yeah, on Trip that one. Would, I, I'm with Trip. Like right now, if he wants to make a... <laughs> yeah, the leave it, it'll get picked up, is gone. Look, across the board, budget cuts on the low-level employees... Because we're seeing, they're getting a little cocky at this point, leaving all this food around. Like, that's a fresh loaf of bread in there. We don't have one poor promo kid that's taking that home to his family. We used to. No, they don't take it anymore. Wow. They're not allowed upstairs then. No. (laughs) Maybe maybe that's true. Maybe maybe we've kept them out of the kingdom. So, to answer your question, yes, we're more on top of things than we have been, but. Well, how do they. (laughs) <laughs> but they can't sneak in on the weekends? Nope, because Ben's office is up Do you know here what is true, to... though, and I didn't know this, is that there's certain key fobs that can't get in on weekends. Mm-hmm. Oh, there is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know They're that. not allowed in. Yeah. They're like a specialty one, because my uh, Jimmy Wisman used to do his podcast here, and if it wasn't during that designated time, his thing wouldn't work. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah no lingering. So he couldn't just wander in in the middle of the night and steal the bread. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. So maybe that maybe Toledo's right. Maybe we figured out a way to keep the riffraff from taking the food. But I do feel bad that that full loaf of Brady, that full loaf. But pop, pop, take that home to the kids today. That's a good idea. It is weird though. We're throwing pizza away. There's food. It's it ain't normal. What happened to radio? Just be a bunch of. Brad, I'm sure you took a few half pizzas home in your day doing overnights. Oh, yeah. Well, no, they never made it home. But uh, <laughs> I definitely chowed down on those. Yeah. You come in and see food that was left from the whole day, and you're like, all right. I don't have to pay for anything tonight. This is gold. Four Peaks would drop off beer and stuff like they would be sitting on the table sometimes. Really? And, oh, yeah. You'd light up overnight? God damn it. I had to fit in with my crowd. You have to miss that a little <laughs> bit. Being a... Yeah, no. But, yeah, but no. <laughs> when I came in for... When I came in and did half that shift the other night, I was thankful. <laughs> he did say thank you. He's like, I'm so happy to be part of the show. You and... Toledo and Pop Pop, they treat me so well. <laughs> to see daylight. Uh, Eric's Family Barbecue brings you the hot releases. It's in Avondale, and it's simply the best barbecue in town. Eric's Family Barbecue is the best barbecued pork ribs in all the land. Special pricing if you buy a full rack. All you got to do is ask. 
Uh, meet Mesquite Repeat, Eric's Family, BBQ.com. Thank you to the gang over there uh, for everything they've done and dropped off that full loaf of bread that yeah, poor kid didn't take home. It's ridiculous. Maybe they're gluten-free poor people. I don't know what we got working in the low levels. They'd probably be the Alt-AZ promo oh, staff. That's yeah. probably why. Yeah. It's a bunch of gluten-free poor people. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> anyway, uh, Toledo, you first. Go. Me first? All right. Um, got it. only a couple of games out of, of note. Today and one's for Brady. I think they're releasing games specifically for Brady. It's like three or four weeks. I'm sorry, Pop Pop. That's better. Uh, <laughs> so, Pop Pop, the new game for you this week is Godlike Burger. Everything you like rolled into one. It's God and burgers in a game? Yep, in what game. is the goal here? You run a burger restaurant in space. <laughs> Why in space? No idea. Do you fight other space aliens? A delicious mix of cooking simulator and business management game. Oh, great. This is pop-up. This, this is for you. awesome. <laughs> you run a restaurant. Making sauces. Oh, look at this. The patrons are moving. And then you have to fight. Oh, you have to go get secret ingredients somewhere in space, huh? Oh, the secret ingredient is the customers. you get got to kill them all. I didn't see all that right. I didn't see this that game that. is awesome. I'm back in now. The secret ingredient, turns out, is so the customers. Green. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I like this. Remember, Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. Okay, this looks Delicious. fun. And that looks like Pop-Pop a little bit. <laughs> the one chopping people up might Give be Give me Pop-Pop. another set of arms, I'm in. This is how uh, Pop-Pop's Porkopolis comes back. I like it. Well, that one I'm interested. Space prison. All right. (laughs) That one looked stupid at first until they started to slaughter the patrons. Uh, Metal Tales Overkill. This is a roguelike guitar shooter action adventure game featuring metal bands as the soundtrack. So, play music and your guitar is also a gun. Yep. Free copies into the pit. Sunday. Yeah. Marcus will give this away. Four playable characters. It's a little bit like Gauntlet with a guitar shooter. Procedurally generated something. And, and then, then you just, just rage trainer. on guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Eight guitar bosses. Oh, you got it. It's the devil went down to Georgia. But it's the studio musicians doing... Apparently, it looks yeah. like Berserk. Remember that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does look you know it's not a good game when one of the sales pitches is, and much more. So, it's non-copywritten music done in some dude's basement yeah. that he sold for $1,000 in royalty. All right, John, one for you. Oh. Conversations with a Killer, the John Wayne Gacy tapes. This starts streaming tomorrow oh, on Netflix. Great. Okay, John, go ahead. What I tell you is what I know. It's fair. I'm a power person. I enjoy power. Nobody else had the guts to pull off, but I pulled off. <laughs> what did he so, tell you? I know it's fair. We just like how Chicago. Yeah. Police today found fair. six more bodies under the home of suspected killer John Gacy. And you were in Indiana at this time. I was watching them pull the bodies the out. And if Gacy's in Indiana with my grandpa, because he wouldn't turn the news off. And they go to your cop, huh? And my grandpa being so tender about it, my grandma's like, Bill, turn that off. He's, he's, he shouldn't watch this. From the 
I'm like, what's going on? This clown was killing kids. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I was horrified. He was also a Democratic precinct captain. He seemed very personable, very friendly, but he could turn on a dime. There is a right way, there's a wrong way, and there's my way. Oh, Pogo the Clown. That is going to be outstanding. So you can start streaming that tomorrow on Netflix, Conversations with a Killer of the John Wayne Gacy Tapes. And it's him. It's him talking, so it's not somebody talking about it. I, haven't, I don't think I've heard these. Right. We've talked often on the show about how none of us uh, can shop at Abercrombie & Fitch. Long since uh, been beyond that. Well, there's a new tell-all documentary on Netflix called White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie & Fitch. I used to shop there until the kid next American to me at 13 girl. and I were wearing the same clothes. I consider <laughs> myself an all-American girl. <laughs> start streaming this today. I loved their shirts. And their oh, jeans yeah. were ridiculously they comfortable. Fit. They didn't well, make them in my size. Cool they're still open, though, right? Yeah, but they're not That's what they were. That's a store? Yeah. Are we exclusionary? I thought it was a place for models so to hang out. As a manager, you have to recruit good-looking people. And this is what good-looking is. Well, they had a look. And white. Abercrombie rooted themselves in discrimination at every single level. There's a reason people liked that brand. Exclusion is part of our society. It's an awesome part of our society. That might be actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I was in there and I was buying t-shirts because I liked their t-shirt material. It was great. I'm uh, standing there looking at jeans and I look next to me and I've got an Abercrombie. I've got a Hollister shirt on actually. Uh Uh-oh. And the kid next to me looking at the same shirts I'm looking at, 12, 13 years old. And we are dressed exactly the same. Same shirt, same jeans. How many years ago is this? Oh, this was 2009, <laughs> eight, something like that. And I'm just so looking you're at thirty him. something. Yes, thirty-seven. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, I look better than you. But I quarter century between us. He was calling me names, but I couldn't hear him over the loud music that was in there. It's too loud in here, don't you think, boy? All right, on FX and then also streaming on Hulu is uh, the season premiere of season five of my or season four, sorry, of Maya's The Motorcycle Club show. <laughs> Which I'm not sure how this is different than the other motorcycles. I never watched either of them. Sons of Anarchy, yeah. but... Letting their ego, their weakness dictate. Isn't this just Mexican Sons of Anarchy? Okay. Santa Padre is on their last leg. The whole club is hanging by a thread. Let the dogs eat each other. So it's rival. It's the rival motorcycle gang right. to another show. Right. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know anything about. it. I tried to watch Sons of Anarchy. I just couldn't get into it. And I ride. I couldn't either. Yeah. And do you have to ride to like it? That's the thing. That I don't know. Everybody I don't know. always says that about Sons of Anarchy. I ride, so I watched it. I'm like, no, is that I a prerequisite? Against my. I ride bicycles. I get the lifestyle on a slower level. Who called us? Edward James almost. Well, they needed a Mexican in the movie. Yeah, 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 they, needed, they needed a leader. <laughs> authenticity. He's been a Mexican leader in movies for 40 years now. Yep. They haven't grown a better one. Good career, Pop-Pop. Somebody just, somebody just said, there's a loaf of bread in that room that Pop-Pop hasn't taken to go feed the ducks at the park later today. It's a crime. <laughs> Ooh, Pop-Pop, you got a whole idea. loaf. All right, Kaylee Coco is uh, back on HBO Max with season two of The Flight Attendant, which I didn't watch the first season. It's a little silly. Is it? It's okay. What's crazy about it is she murders a guy because she's an alcoholic or thinks she does. And then she's got to try to work back to solve this murder that she wakes up next to a dead body. Now she's the spokesperson for uh, some alcohol. 
But her character is a vicious drunk that her blackouts have put her in a position of being. Like, I don't think she's the best face for alcohol. Yeah. I don't know how far along it's gotten. It got so annoying because every dumb mistake this person could make, she made. And I'm like, I'm, I, I want her to go to jail. Like, I wasn't rooting for her to win. I, the blurb they have for season two is Cassie Bowden is living her best sober life in Los Angeles while moonlighting as a CIA asset in her spare time. Hmm. I'm an asset for the CIA. No, there, there you go. go. There you go. Well, nice timing, you. Toledo. <laughs> well you, you I know to, we said no but... more secrets, but you were just about to guess it anyway. What does it matter? Cassie, I was like literally no. See, I can't imagine uh, her having a job because watching the first probably seven or eight episodes of that thing, at first it was good, and then she's just so stupid. That everything she does is dumb, and maybe she sobered up. But I mean, like, I, I don't. I'm rooting for you to go to jail. Like, you're a horrible person. All right. Uh, also on Hulu on uh, Thursday is a show called Captive Audience. It's about the 1972 disappearance of seven-year-old Stephen Stainer, uh, which led to nearly a decade later his dramatic return sparked the '80s era Stranger Danger warnings. Oh, really? And legal reforms of. One iconic made-for-TV movie, also in the 80s, of the family's ordeal. Oh, this one. Is he alive? He's alive, and this is apparently him talking about the time. I definitely think something like this is made up. This is a case that shocked the nation. Deep breath. All right, here we go. That's him? I don't know. At the time, Steve was seven. I've got a name. Stephen was taken. I've got a name. And absolutely disappeared from the face of the earth. You always had this little flutter of For how long? They'll find him today. Ten years. No kidding. And he came home. I've got a seven, seven years. That he kept Stephen also helped rescue missing five-year-old Timothy White. My father was a hero. He saved another child's life. Prodigal son returns. A miracle. Was it all fake? <laughs> wow, we were so naive. And I carried with oh. me like my a lot of attention went to Steven. This is a great week for stuff on yeah, Netflix. No That's three in a row. That's on Hulu, actually. Or Hulu, whatever. So, but, uh, yeah, streaming stuff. Uh, what was that called? That was called Captive Audience. Oh, I like that one. Uh, let me get to... Another thing about that Kelly Kuko show. You wake up next to a body, its throat is slashed, and you're not sure what happened, but you're Spoiler pretty sure alert. you didn't do it. Well, that's how this first episode starts. Um, You don't leave. No. Call the police. You, you immediately call you'd the police. Be responsible, pop pop. Yeah, yeah, pop yeah. pop. Brent, you'd, you'd call you the leave. cops. Well, you'd get rid of it. You'd I don't know. clean it up. Uh, yeah, she just leaves. Yeah, you'd it. call the wolf. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's an, the, the show. Just the premise is annoying. It's just too many girl mistakes. All right, uh, I've, I watched one on uh, I think Netflix a couple weeks ago, but this is a new documentary about magic. They call me magic, which is premiering on Apple TV. About Magic Johnson or about oh, the magic act Johnson. of magic? Oh, yeah, Magic Johnson on Friday. <laughs> It's a documentary right, about magic. To cover Irvin's he did put game. this on a fast track. Oh, that fight via HBO. The winning time show. So the sports writer came in and he said, I want to give you a nickname. About magic. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> My boy's not going to call me magic. 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 I learned how to smile because of magic dressing. At Michigan State, it was all about magic this, magic that. Just behind his back. No man is cookie, a tolerant wife. Yes, she is. I mean, you think Charles Barkley's wife is tolerant, Maureen. Cookie is tolerant. <laughs> Imagine coming home and trying to tell your wife you got the AIDS and, and expecting that to, and she sticks it out with you. That is a, that is a decent lady.
Now, if Pop Pop came home and said, I've she got wasn't the believing eighth, it. I'm guessing he's going to be in a courtroom. <laughs> right. And then they highlight the date. 11 Right after you told Cookie I got the AIDS. And then she's got to get tested. And then she comes back clean. And she stuck it out. Cookie hung around. They still Not- together? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Not too many people can come home and tell their wife I have the AIDS. And you don't. So we've got some more Not talking. Not a deal breaker. We've got some more talking to her. She's like, we'll get through it. I'm like, God damn it, you're an angel. Well, you watch that <laughs> winning time on HBO yeah. and Jerry oh. Buss was taking her to the Playboy Mansion Look, all the time. It's no secret that Magic enjoyed oh, being he Magic. says it, yeah. But Cookie is the real hero in the Magic and Cookie story. All right, my turn. Oh, you got one left? Or is that no, it? that's me. That's, oh, that's, that's you. Me. All right, what do you got? All right, on the music side, uh, I've been waiting for this one. The new Shinedown album, Planet Zero, comes out. Right. And uh, we've been playing the, this is the first track. It's a great title song. track, yeah. And from what I understand, this album's heavy again. It's kind okay. of like, uh, it's kind of like, um, you know, what was the title of that other album they put out? The one that had, uh, oh, Sound of Madness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Planet Zero is a great song. Yeah. Yeah, this one's got some chunk to it. Yeah. So apparently it's a lot more along the lines of Sound of Madness, so it's going to be heavy again. The whole thing's out now? Uh, comes out Friday. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, this is one that when it comes on, I'm driving around the block one more time. Yeah. It was on the other day when Fitz was on, and I'm like, ah, not going home yet. Uh, Kirk Hammett, guitar player from Metallica. He's got his uh, solo project out. Uh, Portals, it's just an EP, but... Just him playing guitar. Yeah. John Gordon knows all about it. Had it for Excuse weeks. Me. Who does? John Gordon. Yeah, he got it early. I'm not what you think. This is Unicorn Ride music. Straight in Metallica. What are they going to do? They're all star bands, though. Kevin Cronin from REO. Yeah. Yeah, the, the straight guys that you're not sure about. Johnny G. Dennis all Young. About. Uh, the band Dorothy, yeah. their new album, Gifts from the Holy Ghost, hits stores on Friday as well. This is Rest in Peace. Dom loves this band. Who is it? Dorothy? Dorothy. Is it all girls? Uh, no, just her. Blood on my hands, what's done is done. Sounds like uh, Miley Cyrus. A little bit. A matter of time before those do turn another band and she's famous. Yeah, like Kevin Essence and all the other. They, they all leave. They all leave. You can't hang your chair. Does this song ever pick up? My What's her name? Dorothy. That's their name. What's her name? That, I think that is her name uh, as well. Yeah. She's already started to separate. Yeah. And that's a studio band. They can pretend they're going to be there forever. I feel like we played a song from her. I'm, sure we, I'm pretty sure we have. Uh, Bowling for Soup. Oh, no. Oh. They're actually back again. This is uh, <laughs> I Want to Be Brad Pitt. This isn't the Stacy's mom band, is it? No, I think no. they were 1975. Yeah. I forgot about this band. Yeah, so did I until I saw him. I was like, what?
that's actually kind but of But the funny. album name is Pop Drunk Snot Bread, so Pop-pop. just in case you're looking for that one. I love it. <laughs> of course you do. Uh, this one I only picked out because the name sounded interesting. I have no idea. This, but Somalia Yacht Club is the name of the band. <laughs> oh. All right, first off, excellent band yeah. name. The Somalia Yacht Club. The Pirates. Somali. Is it Somali? Oh, yeah. Somali. Okay. okay. Either way, works great. The Somali Yacht Club is even better. Everything's in a kaleidoscope. Miss Kirk Hammett writing for them? This got to be a weedy bit. This is for 420. I want to wreck yeah. my yacht. I just thought of this. It's all the music that's like this is coming out because yeah. tomorrow's 420. All right, that's enough of that. All right. Uh, Primus. Uh, they, they got a new EP hitting stores, too. And here we go. It's hard to ignore Primus. They're so good, but they're so weird. They're weird, and you just wait for it to get you. Primus is one of those bands you love them or you hate them. You right. usually really know in between. Like everybody just sits and stares and goes, this is why I hate them. Or they, like yeah. You can't just go, oh, turn it off. Yeah. I want to know what they're going to do. I'm intrigued by them every time. One time I saw them at Tempe Beach Park opening for Tool. Talk about two bands where you just kind of sat there and yeah. watched. Yeah, just, yeah, stare. I guess I'll skip it a little bit because yeah, the song's 11 minutes long. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> They're going to hit it right in the heart of the people who hate them. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, not so, bad. All right, and the moment we've all been waiting for. That's it is time up. for another edition. Oh, no. Word or F word. That's right. Push all right. Who is our artist today? This is Pusha T. Not Pusher. Pusha. Push a T. Pusha. 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 Pusha T. Yep. And this okay. is Diet Coke is the name of the song. Angry N word. Angry N word for I sure. Go that. Um, no, I'll go friendly N word. Pop pop. I'll go friendly N word. I'm gonna go. I'll go F word. All right. There friendly, we go. friendly F word? No, angry. Angry F word, angry N word. And what are you? Uh, friendly N word. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oops, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat, right? But only I. Oh, very friendly N word, Toledo's this week's winner. Damn it. That was a friendly N word, too. Shout out to all my homies in Detroit. Yep. And that's all we got. <laughs> all right, well done. <laughs> and on a high note, shine there. down and push a T. Push a T. Next time we take a vacation, though, I've got a lot of N word or F word. Yeah, you're good. Good. We get a whole week of N word or F word every day. It's a, another fun game you can play. 
I just looked at him, and maybe it's bigotry, but I thought for for sure N-word, but I yeah. thought angry. He looked angry N-word. He gave a friendly one. So Toledo's this week's winner. Congratulations. Enjoy your ice cream and a free loaf of bread. Uh, it's 9.54. There you go, everybody. It's your uh, hot releases. It's 98. I'm getting Izzy a ski mask. Uh, for uh, Like a welcoming the, gift? Yeah, it'll be my welcoming gift okay. for her because she leaves. She gets here real late and she leaves before. Like We watch out the... Great gig. She's already gone. So every, every other Friday, I'm going to make her wear a ski mask on payday. <laughs> She's robbing the place. <laughs> you, you wear a ski mask to the job on payday when you only show up for that. She's here at like 6.30 and leaves at quarter to 10. Yeah, she figures nobody's listening anyway. Nobody's going to notice. So. Well, we notice. I'm walking her. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm not seeing it because I'm mad at her. I'm like, how'd you pull this deal off? 21 years, they make me stay after 10. I'm here till like 1 every day. I'm in meetings, and I guess it's because I talk to salespeople and they actually sell the show. <laughs> Ski mask for Izzy. That's coming. Even Paul Marshall's like, she leaves early. Like, Jesus. <laughs> for him to say that. That dude skates at 10. Gotta give it. He finishes the show. He gets here early. I'll give it to him. I'm going to have to have Paul wear a ski mask, but this is this is abhorrent behavior. I'll pick one up for some of that right job. For get you. A, yeah, they have them out there. Get a good one. Get a, get one that says hands up on her forehead, too, because she is robbing this place. I don't know how you even feel good about yourself. Every Thursday night, you should go to trip and tie his hands behind his back. It's a hostage. <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe that's why she gets to leave early. Uh, anyway, well, that was disappointing. We're not done yet. She's already home. She's got TikToks. Pop pop TikToks. <laughs> I love pop pop so much. <laughs> I love you, pop pop. Uh, and uh, yeah, the entertainment drill's coming at you in a second. Pop pop's going to give you that. But before we get to that, it's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home tactical black self defense training. And I tell you about tacticalblackvault.com all the time. Uh, Mother's Day is right around the corner. And what they're doing up there is they make jewelry too, like the coolest. And it's tactical. So the best part is it's like these rings that Josh makes out of coins. You got to see it to believe it. Tacticalblackvault.com uh, can be used as a weapon. Like when you're, if you're hitting somebody, you, you got one of these on, you're going to do some extra damage with that. And it's, you know, not just decorative and awesome. And they are. They're very cool, very creative. Uh, his sister Jenna Ackerman, she also makes stuff. So Mother's Day presents are up and about inside there too. You can go to the vault. There's one in Phoenix and there's one in Glendale inside. It's like a pro shop. When you first walk in, there's a little pro shop. They got a bunch of materials and stuff. Very cool merch. And if your mom's into, I just got my dad a watch, a Luminex watch, Luminox, Luminox. Yeah. He liked those, so I picked one Luminox. up. Luminox. They got those too. Uh, I grabbed him one of those, and they're uh, getting rid of a bunch of those. So they got all sorts of presents for you. Sitting there awaiting Dylan sunglasses. The vault is loaded up, and it's all kind of befitting of the lifestyle of the tactical world that is Tactical Black at React Defense. Get in great shape. Learn some skills that'll get you through your days a whole lot easier. You can breathe, relax, enjoy life without feeling like a victim or like you're being hunted. Uh, and also have some really cool merch on top of it. They got a lot of cool stuff in there. Check it all out. TacticalBlackVault.com and ReactDefense.com just in time for Mama's Day. Uh, there you go. Pop, pop, entertain me. One of the writers on Better Call Saul, Peter Gould, says the final season ties the whole universe together. Oh, yeah. He says, I don't think you'll... You want to go back and look at Breaking Bad the same way again? I don't already. Paul, uh, Sir, and I talk about it constantly, how Better Call Saul has been so meticulous in detail 
that it has taken Breaking Bad, which I consider to be one of the three greatest shows to ever air on television. 62 episodes. And it makes Walt White the biggest problem in the history of... It, like, you watch the anti-hero the way Tony Soprano's an anti-hero yeah. and you rooted for him. Walter White, you rooted for him. Better Call Saul makes him the worst person on the planet. He ruined everything that was being done. And you think he's created this thing? Uh-uh. He is a fly in the ointment the entire time. He steps in and destroys a thriving business by making it all his. It is crazy how watching it originally, you're like, oh, Walt's got all these bad guys around him trying to stop him. It's the other way. It changes everything. And he does I add at the end, though, so we have El Camino. Huh? He said that? He says we have, yeah. Oh, he says it ties the universe of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul all together. But yeah. then he says we have El Camino, I think, to to continue on a different Oh, he's story. maybe to do another. I don't want him to do another series, though. I didn't get into El Camino. El Camino is just a good episode of Breaking yeah. Bad. It wasn't a good movie. It was okay. But man, Better Call Saul last night, the first two episodes, they aired them together, and it's off to a great start. Capital One's The Match. You know, the golf game that yeah. last year was DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. Right. Tom Brady and Nicholson. Yep. This year, it's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Oh, they're not using golfers anymore? Nope. It'll so that's down. probably a good idea, because nobody cares about golf. At the Wynn so. Golf Course in Las Vegas, uh, June 1st. So isn't this just similar to uh, what the Paul brothers are doing to boxing? Yeah. Is this guy's golfing on TV? And they have that uh, Maybe not pro-am golf. golf tournament every year at Tahoe. Yeah, but what they're televising is not golfers. You know? So that yeah. kind of wrecks that kind of hurts the sport a little bit when they're like the the best golfers to watch are football players because nobody cared about Bryson DeChambeau and the and Nicholson you know did enough. a great job on that yeah I heard Tom Brady was hilarious yeah. and Nicholson was throwing jabs out like crazy and but they just deleted the problem with watching golf turns out golfers what people want to see non golfers Tom Cruise. Uh, Organized a three-month aviation training program for the actors of Top Gun Maverick. Wow. Get you excited. That comes out May 27th. Is it in the uh, part of Disneyland for the small kids? They just get in those Dumbo flying things and they float around? because No, he's not allowed they, in they real train planes. them in F-18s. No kidding. Baby F-18s? I didn't even know yeah. they made those. Before they get on, they got the goofy with, yeah. you got to be this tall. <laughs> you have to be this tall <laughs> to get on. on. <laughs> hey, you're not big enough. It's Tom Cruise, Goofy. <laughs> Sorry. No exceptions. Andy Dick and his roommate were doing a live stream. kicked out by Goofy. <laughs> you can't ride the Matterhorn. I'm Tom Cruise. I don't care. It's a safety violation, fella. Go find your mom. <laughs> Am I crystal clear? <laughs> you heard him. Now get out of here, jackass. We're riding the Matterhorn. <laughs> Somebody remove baby Tom. Andy Dick and his roommate were doing a live stream when a third guy showed up. And Did you see this? Andy's r- roomie pulled a gun on him. It's it's weird. And Andy Dick's reaction is that of a heroin addict. Yeah, cops made a uh, welfare check. Yeah, he didn't but care. Andy said everything was cool. No, it's not, Andy. Somebody's <laughs> pointing a gun at someone in your house. Nothing's cool. If a stranger comes in and another person feels the need to brandish a firearm and 
shove it in another guy's face and you go, who was that guy? Because that's all he said. Not everything's cool. Something horrible is going on and Andy Dick is now on the clock. Because that was weird. And have you seen it? The video, watch the video. It's really strange because Andy Dick, while all this, and it lasts about a minute and a half for this dude screaming, he's got his gun. Andy Dick's just on the couch like nothing's happening. Chilling out. Like it's normal. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Corpse Grinder, Cannibal Corpse lead singer. He lost 50 pounds. Okay. Doing Weight Watchers. Yeah. He says, I doubt it they'll want to use him on a commercial. But Corpse Grinder and Mar- uh, right. Marie Osmond together? I think that would be awesome. <laughs> this is pretty Bertinelli funny. There too. Oh, it's Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, yeah, I think I she's there, too. By the way, Marie Osmond was on a new... She's on the Nutrisystem one. Oh, okay. She looks great. She's like 85. Marie? Yeah, whatever surgeon she is. Oh, had. that's got... Yeah, she's oh, got... it's fake, but it's like... The guy's not, an artist. He's, he is. He is an artist. The, yeah, the Da Vinci of uh, plastic surgery. ancient and looked okay. Robert Plant is 73 years old. He says he's become the old man on the Led Zeppelin 4 album cover. <laughs> you ever yeah. seen that? This guy with the bundle of sticks. Yeah. All bent over. He's yeah. that guy now. Well, there you go. That's very true, actually. And sad, because it's real. Let's make like Izzy and get out of here. Yeah, well, we should have done that an hour ago. <laughs> Ski mask. Ski mask and a, and a handgun. That's what she's getting from me. Friday's payday. There's no way she's deserving of the check she's getting i'll stop in action pick one up yeah just say do what's right izzy go put a gun on trip's head it's payday and just at least go through the motions <laughs> of robbing the place bust a window out or something do something if you're gonna rob us make it you know obvious she's trying to do a white collar crime here we're watching you <laughs> maybe she's up at the AMPM, busting heads together and stealing out of the register there too does she have a real job to go to? Why does she leave so early? I don't know. we got to talk to some people. She has brunch with Beth. Oh, <laughs> is that it? Well, Beth yeah. doesn't even work. I think she gets back to work in May, and then they play Christmas music from July on, so. It pays to be abroad in radio. Apparently. Nobody, evidently, no one wants you to really actually do your job. <laughs> Why don't you come in for a couple hours and just hit a button or so, and, and then go home? Three minutes. No more than a minute at a time. Every man's dream. Uh, that's it. We're done. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday. Larry's coming up. He loves everyone. Kara still hates the black. Sue's a bitch. Pop Pop doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, we're done. Have yourselves a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever, friend. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.